everyone to episode three of the bystanders i know i know last week i missed us so much but that just means we have even more to catch up on with our beautiful cast um jay i hope that you're feeling better i know that you were having a rough go of it mm. last week i still like lingering but uh we're we're good we're okay yeah yeah you got that cute little hat on we're alive your... yeah, yeah. This has been on for like I think a month now, basically. It just oh, it's no. the only thing that helps with the ear infection. Oh, I mean, at least you found something. Yeah, that's good. I just gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna be buried with this hat at this point, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's soon. It's not gonna be white anymore. It's gonna be like a weird brown. Everyone's oh. gonna be like, you should, you should take that off. And be like, no. I'm like, no, man. It's this hat specifically. Trust me. I tried a bunch of others. <laughs> Um, speaking speaking of warm and cozy hats, though, um, Sagittarius, we we had we had some some snow in the meantime. Yeah, luckily, like it wasn't as bad as last year, though. No, I wanted it to be worse. <laughs> <laughs> like shut down, please, the whole city. Wow. Like in Seattle, we only get like one week of snow, like one. We literally okay. got one snow this entire year. It was yeah, that is snow. I've never heard of snow. Uh, <laughs> I love it so much. I forgot, Cletus. You are a Washingtonite as well. Yeah, yeah we had we had we had enough snow for it to melt the next day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just like last year we had enough that it stayed on the ground for a little bit. I actually got to build a snowman. I was super excited about it. Um, but this year it was pretty much here today, gone tomorrow situation. So I'm hoping yeah. that we might get some next month, maybe. But that was probably it. No more snow for me. Our oh. temperatures uh, from our side of the mountains is supposed to go up to like the 60s this week. Oh man! But I think I think spring is here, man. Well, at least you know, like at this point, I can't be like climate change because that's actually pretty average for yeah. Seattle. Uh, I like I like I liked when we got snow, but it's probably better. Seattle used to get snow earlier. Man. It just doesn't get it early anymore. Did you guys hear mm. that? You hear Blue Jay deny climate change live on Table Story? Wow, <laughs> crazy! Yeah, crazy yeah. shit. You know, I will deny. No, I'm kidding. I don't deny climate change, but that's n neither here nor there. We're you also deny that the world is flat. Are you baiting me? I that's feel like either either way, I'm gonna. What's that Mad Max gif where he's like, "That's bait." That's yep. That's bait. That's that gif right there. That's I'm bait. pretty sure that the world isn't flat, but I have no personal uh, experience with you know the circular nature. I've been on planes, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Drop You've made that her doubt. Was, is the world flat? You've made her doubt if it's actually a globe. <laughs> My plane never flies over the horizon and I've just never, keeps staying on the ground. I've never seen the whole world at once. Oh. And even if I had, I've never seen the other side of it. It could just be flat. Who knows? I'm going to go watch that video on, uh, what is there, the Netflix documentary about flat earthers? Isn't that right? Oh my God. It's, it's, it's funny because they prove themselves wrong in the, in the <laughs> documentary. So they're like, uh, this isn't supposed to work that way. Uh, let's try again. Oof. They, yeah. Oof. I've watched way too much NASA shit for me to accept that it's flat at this point. I mean, I have people that I think are like actually intelligent, educated people being like, the moon landing was a hoax. And I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> sure, Jan. It was, oh, yeah, right? sure. Sure, Only Jan. Only one of the <laughs> things that ever happened. Tadriel, like coming out here like, wait, you're, it is though. 
Pretty sure it is. Pretty sure that's common knowledge. This is yeah. That's where you <laughs> like. There were no stop. In the that's pictures, something so that's you fake. throw out like during Thanksgiving and just see which family <laughs> member takes the bait. Like, ah, crazy. The moon landing was real, huh, guys? And yeah, it's uncle. so weird. So weird how fake the moon landing was, right? <laughs> I, I gotta go. I think I hear you know my astronaut calling Conscience. me or something. I don't know. I gotta go. The cult I'm in just called me and said that we have to, you know, die right now so we can go on this comet to Venus. Um, I'll see you later. Oh. So, Venus? Venus? Sorry, I've been both listening to podcasts about cults and watching uh, The Expanse. So I'm getting a lot of conflicting messages. I actually just started The Expanse this morning. Yeah? yeah. So good. So I good. was like, Nine, 90% of it, I was like, like it's I didn't little... understand what half the shit was happening. Was, <laughs> it's a, a lot of times, start. a lot of times at the beginning, they have to basically establish the whole universe, how everything is. So mm. it can be like a little, a little much to start, but I feel like the expanse does a pretty good job of getting you invested in the characters. At least it did for me. I used it as inspiration for the, for the, uh, mini series of this. Um, before I was like the expanse. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That was one of the inspirations. I still haven't because seen it. The, you uh, haven't the expanse. I still. I, there's like I haven't watched like any of the big sci-fi shows like the Stargate or Star Trek or the Expanse or. The I, most important one is Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I've definitely seen that. that one. Yeah, that one. That's that's a lie. I mean, Flat the Earther. Best one's actually plus Starship Troopers. That's probably the better of the. <laughs> okay, I have seen Starship Troopers. That's. <laughs> You're doing your part. I'm doing my part. That's the that's the only thing. <laughs> I watched that, you know, as a kid, and I was like, all right, I don't need to watch any of them. I've seen them all. Yeah, watch the show and then watch The Expanse. Because, like me, I watched. I think in the last week, I've watched at least a dozen episodes of The Expanse. I just have so much, so much sci-fi in my brain, and I'm reading a book, a sci-fi book. I'm just like, how much sci-fi can I shove in here and then vomit out onto all of you? <laughs> playing a sci-fi show all of I it like that part except for the vomit part like can yeah, i just so, yeah, well, don't vomit on me no 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 i just like <laughs> word, like vomit word vomit, <laughs> word vomit not I love how that was put too. just <laughs> he's so just like know. serious like I, I don't i actually don't consent to you vomit like joking but i don't consent to you <laughs> don't do that please i won't i promise <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've vomited on anyone since I was a baby, a tiny, tiny baby. So I think it's fine. Very unlikely. Um, but speaking of uh, of sci-fi and words and space and amazing stories, um, we have one of those of our own. Um, no protomolecule involved. Don't worry about it. For those of you who understand that reference, for those of you who don't, don't worry about it. Um, but. Uh, because it's been uh, a little longer than usual, because it's been two weeks since our last session, uh, I just wanted to remind everyone basically where we are. Um, at the very beginning of this series, the the ship um, crash land. The ship called the ship uh, crash landed on uh, the planet Sean. Um, it crash landed near Sean City, which um, now is kind of the flaming, smoking ruin in the background. Our players decided not to go back to Sean City to try and save anyone, but instead to move forward to see if they could gather up a ship, maybe um, some more help, maybe some more materials. So they moved forward to the city of Tiver, which was to the east and currently um, has active 
troops from the Jorhild military. Jorhild is um, a empire, I suppose, that is currently surrounding the planet Sean with battleships. You've seen clips and images of on the news of this massive armada in space surrounding this planet. They have supposedly, um, I believe it was in the news yesterday that it was definitely um, the Jorhild ships who fired on and collapsed the elevator over Sean City. Um, and the planet's government is in talks with trying to arrange a ceasefire. But right now, you are not in talks with the planet's government. You are in talks with Gelpie's dear friend, Racket, dear friend, in quotes, um, who she knew who lived in Tiver. Racket uh, received a call from Gelpie, who asked if he had um, any idea where the Jorhildian military was in, this, in the planet, on the planet, and luck, as luck would have it, um, there was a ambassador and the embassy, the Jorhildian embassy was in the city of Tiver just outside of Racket's neighborhood. So you made your way to the neighborhood Racket lives in where you found that Racket's son, I believe, um, Johnny, is currently quote-unquote shacked up with the daughter of the Jorhildian ambassador, Chandra Gupta. She is running away from her father, from the ambassador, who wanted them, um, her, and obviously the rest of the... Um, ambassador's staff and all of the Jorhildian citizens to get off the planet, you had intercepted a secret message, an encoded message from the Jorhildian military demanding that all of the Jorhildian citizens, which would be the ambassador, any kind of military people, whomever would have access to this kind of encoded message, they were all to evacuate the planet immediately. So the daughter, Chandra, when she learned that she had to leave, decided instead to run away to go be with Johnny. Um, you attempted to ask her for information about the um, if the Jorhildians had a secret military base, if they had access to more ships or weaponry. She, being a 16-year-old girl, doesn't really have that information. But it's likely that using her as maybe some kind of leverage could get you a little bit more access or information you had thought about. Um, I believe it had come up that you might hack her um, compad to try and um, speak with her father, um, but that had not yet happened. So when we open this episode, you are all... Um, at the end of a restful or maybe not so restful night of sleep. Um, Racket had allowed you any of the space in his um, rather small apartment or living situation to get some rest. I would love if you could all roll me, how many of you? There's five of you. If you could just roll me 1d6 and we'll basically just see who's nearest the door. Whoever has the highest roll is gonna be the person woken first, basically. Cuba. Four. Cuba rolled a six. Mm-hmm. Padre rolled a one. 
Oh, you just do slash R or slash roll Cletus and then 1d6. I feel like it's going to be Cubit though with that six. Okay, so it is. Oh man. So Cubit. Oblivious. (laughs) You are, let's say like when you walk in the apartment door directly to the left of you, there was a a uh, rectangular dining table because there's not a ton of extra space i believe they had cleared off the dining table so that you could rest on top of it and you are woken kind of urgently by someone uh tugging and pushing on one of your shoulders okay um i think i'll i guess i'll describe sort of what i'm wearing at that point because i think we were just coming in from the yeah you were you were a little bit uh, overcome. You had been 24, like 12 hours, I think, on the road. Yeah. yeah. So I had uh, my usual attire is just kind of like a jumpsuit with maybe um, kind of a grungy undershirt. I tried to cozy up in it and get comfy, so it's kind of like zipped up, but my hair is kind of jostled and things are all over the place and kind of just jolt. Um, look up at whoever is waking me and you see standing above you the very long thin uh, outline it's still dark um it's not uh the the curtains or what have you maybe the window has um the ability to become opaque or transparent the window is still opaque so it's still dark in the room but you see the long limbed shadow of uh racket above you racket what did uh, I don't remember your name, so I'm sorry. Uh, but we need you and the rest of you to, to get up now. Um, it's just wake everybody up. I'll be right back. And he just immediately goes outside. Okay. I, I'm kind of just like, oh, oh, racket. Oh, okay. Kind of gather myself together and mm. who, who's closest? Um, I think Uskrar rolled the next, so it's Uskrar's uh, next closest. I'm going to guess he's probably on the floor. Cletus yeah. is uh, rolled a three, so um, Cletus might be on the couch um, that I described Johnny and Chandra had been sitting on earlier. And then farthest away is Amara and Gelpi. Um, they might be taking the bedroom. Okay, so I'll get up and, and kind of just, okay, where is, where is Uskrar? There he is. Okay. Tap him on the shoulder. I bolt up. Yes. Uskar. <laughs> yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry to wake you. I'm I'm awake. Racket Racket needs our help. Or okay. so he he just we need to get everyone awake. Okay, yes. Can you can you help me with that? What am I doing? Mm. <laughs> uh I, I don't know what we we need to get ready. I think I think something's going on. We need to uh you hear the door open again and Racket sticks his head in, obviously on the way from one point to another with some bleary-eyed strangers behind him and says, don't forget your weapons. And then shuts the door again. The weapons. weapons. Why do we need oh, weapons? No. I, I, you know, shooting practice, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I think I'll make my way over to, uh, to Cletus and, and uh, make sure that I'm not as startling as Racket was, but gently sort of, hey, Cletus, tap him on the shoulder gently. No response. (laughs) As she's like, as she's trying to go in gently, Uskar is, Capitan! (laughs) We need to wake up! 
We're going practice with the weapons. Uh, I think I heard that. No, yeah, I would think so. Gently oh. so still so trying. <laughs> So Cletus kind of like makes a noise because he's like sound asleep. So he's like, ah! uh, like literally, that's all you hear is just noises. Cletus, are you? Uh. Are you Cletus? I'm sorry, Cletus. What? I'm sorry. What? I didn't mean to, uh, what? Are you awake? Hello. Good morning. I am now. What do you want? We need to wake up. Racket needs us. Cletus tries to Cletus tries to like move his legs, which are slightly not working properly, to the edge of the couch to sit up. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see uh, if Gelpie's awake. So uh, down the hallway, you from like I don't know how well you slept, considering that you're in a new place and it's like I said, very cramped. Um, the quote unquote bedroom of this apartment is literally a room with a bed. And then there are shelves on either side of the bed that contain like any kind of um, access to clothing and stuff. So basically you're in a closet, but it has a bed in it. And Gelby and Amara, I assume you might have, I don't know, short strawed whoever got an actual bed. Um, but you hear from down the hallway, Uskar just roaring, Capitan. Capitan. <laughs> Gelby. Um Probably be uh, snoring pretty loudly. <laughs> Just <laughs> the whole night. All you, all you hear is. <laughs> yep. Gosh. She's just right at home, super comfortable. She's snoring away. God damn it! I slept on a couch. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> no, she probably. I think she probably took the floor. No, I was gonna say you take. I was bed. gonna say it's a closet. Uh, it's a. It's probably a big enough bed for both of you, but like, oh. there's not a lot of floor space. That's why Uskar was in the other okay. room. We can we can have shared corners. You both rolled the, the same bed. number, so you both get the bed. That's how that works. Okay. Then I slept my like feet a baby. Like in your face, and I'm like sprawled out, drooling from my mouth, and I'm snoring away. Amara doesn't associate. Why are we all expecting time, to be so the most dis- like the most worst sleepers? I think I, I kind of stumble in the the doorway and knock on the door, and it's true, still kind of hey, hello, Capitan. I am assuming. Uh, we need racket needs us. I, I think. I think Gelpie, We need to get some sort of. He says we need weapons. Any idea why or what we just got ourselves into? Uh, what, what, weapons? Weapons. That's, that's fine. Awake. That's just. That's just racket. It's probably they're all probably out practicing for the morning. It's fine. Every, it, this is normal. Let's just get let's get going. And Gelpy will like like flop herself off of the bed. Like a penguin. <laughs> exactly. You do remember that basically as soon as anything had gone wrong in the city, <laughs> Racket built an entire like barricade around his neighborhood. So like Gelpy's saying, he he may indeed be prone to overreacting. So that's not completely out of the out of the possibilities for you so do all of you gather all of your things is anyone like no oh, this is probably just junk i'll you know leave whatever or are you like 
no, we must be prepared. Like, uh, how do you... Yeah, Uskar, while they're doing that, Uskar is probably relaying to Cletus about how he's ready to go to war. Um, he's like, no, I have never been part of big fight, but I have a big gun just in case. And I, I, have, a, I have a large laser rifle. Um, I'm just hefting it in my hands. So I have this, but I do not know how to use, but... I will go to war if I need to for the Capitan. Uskar. Yes. I need breakfast first. Yes, me too. My I need breakfast. Hurts. I need coffee. No. Let's not war right now. Me do not want after. to go to war on an empty stomach. Yeah, I don't want to go to war with no food in my tummy. I promise. But we must. We must find a better place to live. Can you we and go me, get Cletus. Breakfast first. Can no. we get breakfast? No, and we then cannot. We'll Is there any sort of like kitchenette or like place um, to prepare things? So. I'm not 100% sure if this fits in with the technology level of this planet, but because it's my fake space planet and I can do what I want, um, there's definitely just a replicator um, behind the, nice. the dining room table. Nice. Um, the only beep, difference beep. is is that it can only like pre-assemble um, dried, uh, dehydrated. Basically, it has a store oh. of dehydrated foods that the quote-unquote replicator just rehydrates for you listen um you can so dehydrate you could, a burger like yes you could for sure i think it, i think i'll kind of stumble away from where gelpie and uh amara are and kind of just wander back in and hear you guys talking about breakfast and all right guys what do you <sighs> what's on the menu uh, I'll take uh, I'll take one of them uh, burgers. Got a burger? Kind of like going through the menu. Uh, <laughs> do you like them dry? No. Can you okay. make it not dry? <laughs> I'll give you a, my best with this. Uh, no, I can. Kinda like the, the machine rehydrates. Oh, it. Okay. <laughs> That's what the like, machine. I'm just saying. It doesn't. It's just It doesn't assemble them. It doesn't assemble them from like different molecules into whatever food you want. It's just. It's a. It's a very fancy rehydrator. Okay. I think Instead I of just like magic science, I'm just trying to make it a little less magic science. Okay. Got it. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I got your I got your burger coming up. All right, here. I'll take some coffee and I'll get I'll try and get ready. Uh, Uskar is is kind of sitting on the couch, like utterly confused now. Like he sat down <laughs> and is like, "We're supposed to fight. We're gonna go fight. We gotta eat breakfast." Oh. Cletus has his priorities. It's gotta happen, man. Okay. So is anyone going to, uh, is everyone going to be staying to get breakfast or is anyone going to be like, I just want to figure out what's going on. Like, are you all going to sit down and have breakfast? They're going to have to. I'd They're going to have to. They out the door in anxiety, you know, because he, he, you said Racket left from another door, right? He came in one and then he left, left another. He left, no, he left through the front door. He just oh, okay. like peeked in. The closest person was um cubit so he woke cubit and told cubit yeah. to wake everyone else and then a little bit later he came back from wherever he was going with two like bleary-eyed sleepy other people mm. and poked his head back in the door and said and bring weapons and okay. then went back well so i noticed i noticed 
I notice Uskar's pa- a patience is running thin on me. Mm. So instead, all right, Uskar, I'll drink a cup of coffee and we'll get out of here, okay? Yes, it's okay. You drink. I well, can see. we eat afterwards? Yes, we can eat. Right, Capitan? <laughs> can we eat? Absolutely, we can eat. See, we can eat. Yeah, I would have right, said that. All right, I'll drink some coffee and we'll go get, we'll get at him. We'll go get it. So what was that, Amara? Uh, yeah, I was going to say Amara came out of the bedroom, kind of stumbling, strapping her monoblade to her, her belt and uh, asks Cubit where Racket was. He he just left out the front door. There were some, some guys behind him. I'm not... They looked as sleepy as we were, though. I'm not sure what's going on. Should we follow him, or did he give us any GPS coordinates? No, he just said, meet outside. I'm going to grab a coffee first, and I'll follow you. I'm behind you on that coffee. At least that's probably a little quicker than getting an entire rehydrated <laughs> burger for everybody. Listen, priorities, <laughs> goddammit. Okay, me, I'm I going understand. first. Yeah, I'll peek out while they're doing that. Um, okay, so Uskar, you can either choose to go like down the stairs through the like garage warehouse where Racket keeps all of his things that he totally obtained legally, definitely. Um, so you can either go down the stairs and through this garage, or you can just look out the window. It faces into the street. And um, if you'll remember from when you came down here the the day before, mm-hmm. um, if you just look straight out on the street, you will have like a 30% view of where the actual barricade was, which is probably, if anything's happening yeah going to be in that direction um and then the street in front of you is basically just looking at another apartment and then down the street behind you um there was uh some ground vehicles on the street but Mm -hmm. there wasn't necessarily anything um important or that i described so it wasn't important if i didn't describe it (laughs) um behind you so it's just Uh, the apartment in front of you and then a little bit of the barricade i'll try and get that the the best view there on the barricade whether it be like looking out the window or if i know the best view would be going downstairs um it would definitely be easier to see more of it because you're not facing directly towards it yeah from the window okay yeah then then i'll i'll follow um racket then as well and go outside through the garage then Uh, i'll go through the garage and go find them so while the rest of you are brewing some coffee and getting, I don't know, to-go cups or what, what have you, just scrounging around whatever racket has in his apartment, uh, Uskar, you go down the stairs through the... It's still dark, but you can tell that there's there's light. The garage has been lifted. It's one of those rolling metal doors. Okay. Um, it's been lifted open and it's still open. So there's light at the back of it, but there's not very many lights in this warehouse style space. So you go through... And as you exit the garage, you can immediately hear that there are people moving around in the streets. And you can see that um, Racket is quietly whispering to the two guards who were at the barricade entrance, who are now holding their ground, not in front of the barricade casually, like before when you arrived, but both of them are inside kind of like hiding Um, with their guns still pointed on the street in front of the barricade. Obviously, you can't see past the barricade itself, but Johnny and Chandra are also outside. So irresponsible. Uh, So I can, like, clearly see that they're, like, under some kind of 
Um, they're in like defensive positions, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Racket is like not yelling. He's being rather quiet. But the guards who were kind of like just casually hanging out in front of the barricade yesterday, yeah. now they are very tired looking, but they're behind okay. the barricade aiming outward. So I'll get, I'll get a little close and I'll, I'll whisper, um, Racket, what is going on? That's whispering? Okay. Yes. So Racket immediately shushes you. He's like, shh, shh. Okay. And then he brings you back a little ways from the barricade. If you had walked all the way out there, he brings yeah. you back a little bit. And he says, well, this morning, uh, yes. the ambassador, uh, Chandra's dad or whatever, he came to, well, to pick her up. Um, okay. And as we remember from yesterday, she's not really wanting to go with him. So we were, well, it's kind of a stalemate at the moment he wants to talk but i'm i'm not great i was hoping that one of you would be able to help yes. at least advise me yes we get the captain she's amazing with words she's a strong woman she can dissolve the situation immediately yes anyway they have uh they have a, a truck okay and some folks yes so I was hoping that, you know, having some folks of my own a driver, yes. would uh, not not to drive necessarily, okay. but just, you know, show of support so that they don't think that we're just yuppies or whatever. I mean, I have men of my own, but for the most part, this neighborhood, it's just, you know, families. Um, okay. So I was hoping that you guys could just kind of like back me up. And he looks like he's rubbing his hands on his pants a little bit, and he looks like nervous, like hey. he definitely didn't expect yeah. the the ambassador and however many people in a truck to come rolling up on his yeah. neighborhood. I'll reach my hand out if I can onto his shoulder, um, mm. and like with a really strong grip to stop him from like moving around so much. And I'll look him in the eyes and go, "You're okay. The Capitan, she's amazing. Very strong woman. She will dissolve this." Make everything go away. We will follow her and lead her, and all your problems will go okay. Okay. And Uskar, you will be here to look very strong, okay? Yes, I am the biggest of all of us, okay? Look at my muscles. I am the perfect husband, and I will prove myself, okay? That is why I have begun. Right. I will well, go to war. Y'all were talking yesterday about trying to get a ship, mm -hmm. so. I mean, certainly holding a 16-year-old yes. isn't necessarily my favorite thing, but having an actual ambassador could be valuable in terms of getting us off this planet. Right? That's still what you wanted. Whisper has no idea what you were saying. What is ambassador? <sighs> a child? No, it's a, a full-grown adult. Oh, she's too young. I mean, she's just a kid. Yes. Can you get Gelpy? Yes, they are coming. Uskar said we must go to war because Uskar thought he was coming out into a war zone, but they're saying that they need coffee and they're hungry. They don't have muscles as big as Uskar, so you know they need to take a little longer. Uskar, so, watch them. Okay. Um, I'll run back and yell at them to hurry up if they haven't already. I'm assuming coffee didn't take super long. <laughs> we're walking. We're walking out the door as he's coming back. Okay, so you all see 
the same sort of situation that I described to Uskrar. We have Johnny and Chandra and Racket, two guards standing on the inside part of the barricade. Um, you can't see anything on the outside, but as of right now, there's no like yelling or noises. Um, once you get closer to the barricade itself, you do see that there are still the snipers set up in the windows of the apartments above. Um, they're looking down and menacingly, you know, moving their rifles around. Um, so when we meet up, I'll say, Capitan, there is the man, uh, racket. He is saying that the girl's father, she's come, she wants to take him, and he's not good with words, so he needs somebody to be good with words and somebody to be very strong, and there is a truck full of people, and he needs to drive them, but they want to drive in here to take the girl. So Uskran needs to look very strong, and you, you need to talk to them and be the strong leader that you are, and uh, tell them that they do not need her, his daughter anymore, that she's staying with us. You want me to talk to them? Yes, you are the captain. I, ah. Uh... Okay. Cletus, do you wanna, do you wanna, do you wanna talk to them? Yes, delegation, very important. I could probably talk at them if they need. So Racket, when he sees the rest of you coming up, he kind of walks again a little bit away from the barricade and uh, he's running his hand through his hair. And Gelpie, you can tell that this is basically just like, he's, he deals with, people but this is way above his pay grade and everything that's been going on is just like a lot so he's looking a little bit more tense and kind of overwhelmed but um he approaches all of you and kind of nods at the um weapons in your hands like he asked or in your backpacks or on your hips or whatever um and he says uh so this morning well just before i came and woke you up um the ambassador came and said that uh well chandra needed to come with him and they were leaving this morning um and uh i told him that i had to go and get her so i bought a couple of minutes but whatever y'all wanted to do in terms of like finding the guy he's here so he in the, the in town right now he's right outside the barricade. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That gives us a little less time to plan things out. Yeah. Uh, did, what's his temperament like? Um, and he, he like... kind of mad? He doesn't, uh, I mean... They, they have his daughter, right? You, yeah, you remember when... You remember when you, you set my arm and I yelled at you, but I wasn't really yelling at you because I was mad at you. I was yelling at you because I was in pain. This guy, he doesn't look like he's angry because we've upset him. He looks like he's angry because, well, I mean, things aren't going his way either. Runaway teenager, being forced to leave your home. Like, he's not pointing a gun in my face. He's just a dude, I guess. Well, maybe I mean, he like... didn't barge in on us when we said we needed to go get her or anything. Well, Captain. maybe like Amara suggested, we should, uh, Cletus, you, you've been able to socialize with all of us and kind of break us out of our shells. Maybe you can, uh, yes. 
kind of like see if we can think negotiate it's different. with this guy a little bit. I think it's different talking to people that I'm socializing with and trying to protect us from dying. It's a big difference. Well, maybe he just needs a friend. Uh, it's technically the same thing. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it a try. If it's gonna help y'all, I'll do my best. Yes. Do you have alcohol? Cletus is a very good with alcohol. He makes I a do friend. have some whiskey left. Yes, it's a whiskey. Bottle of whiskey. Secret power. <laughs> Perfect. Secret. Um, while you're all in like this circle and kind of obviously talking things over, um, Chandra and Johnny also leave the barricade and come up to you. And Chandra, kind of hiding a little bit behind Racket's <laughs> shoulder, like butts into the circle a little bit. And she says, are you going to, you're going to go tell him I'm not leaving, right? Because I'm not. Okay. Not without Johnny. And then Johnny like nods. Yes, young love. It is to be admired. With we'll things. I don't so, want to have to make you go, but I'm going to do what's best for everyone. What do you mean, make me? I mean, I'm not going to tell him to take you. I'm not going to walk out there and say, take her. That's right. all I can promise you. Maybe we should. I can't tell you. I can't tell you what he's going to do. Well, I mean, just don't. He's still my dad, all right? I just, whatever, just don't, like, I don't know, hurt him or whatever. I think Cupid's, like, kind of bent over, pulling things out of her pack, has her coffee, like, in between her teeth, holding the cup while she's <laughs> in her bag. I think she kind of stops and pipes up and is like, is there anything that we can use to talk with your dad? Any sort of bargaining chip or what, how do we talk to him? Like, we don't know anything about him. Um, well, so all I know is what happened is we got a call. Dad got a call. And then he said that we had to go. And then I saw on the news just like a few minutes later that Sean City had been destroyed and that um, the, the, the Jorhildian fleet was, you know, um, so I assume that was why he got the call, why we had to leave. Um, I told him I wasn't going. Um, he said that we had to. He's, I mean, he's an ambassador, so his his job is kind of to like talk to people and he does a lot of phone calls and meetings um well we've had other ambassadors over for dinner before um from all sorts of places one time there was an ambassador who could move things with her brain that was super cool Wow. I think I think Cupid at that point kind of like stops. Doesn't feel super uneasy, but she kind of just like, okay, I'm gonna go back to packing my bag. 
Do you do you think he's maybe worried about you? Like your safety? Do you think we could maybe I convince mean, him to let us come off the plane? Like, would you go with him if Johnny came? I mean, well, yeah, I just like if they're in such a rush for us to leave, I just like it does seem really dangerous with with everything that happened to Sean City. And I just if that's going to happen and she looks around and looks at Racket like if that's going to happen here. I just I couldn't. So I, I told I uh, yeah, I, if, if he lets Johnny come. Then Johnny like kind of clears his throat a little and looks sideways at Racket and says it wouldn't be fair to just leave with just I mean just me yes. like we gotta like we gotta try and find a way to save more people right that is why we get the big ship and yeah. then we take all of you and the captain she will drive it and we will pick everybody up we scoop everyone up we can drive down the street I mean and- <laughs> And Chandra, Chandra is like looking like she's weighing the situation. She's like, if, if dad has a way of getting off the planet, then like certainly a few more people, it's not a big deal, right? So we just tell him that I'll come if he can, you know, help us. Right? Yes. Sounds like a good idea. I like that idea. Cletus, you must have worked your magic. So I gotta tell him he's gotta bring everybody. Yeah, he's right. So Just he's like, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So he's like an ambassador, mm. and he's really smart, and he's got a lot of money. Mm. I mean, he's got a big ship, and we want him to take us in his big ship. Is that what you're asking? Well, I. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how big. The ship that we came down to the planet on wasn't, like, huge or anything. And if it's the same ship as that, then it can't fit, like, the whole city. Okay, does he have another ship that could fit the whole city? <laughs> I, Is that just what we need? I mean, no. Okay, we have to uh, find... So how do we choose who goes? We pay, uh, play paper, rock, scissors? Oh. And Racket looks over at you. Um, and he's like, I mean, I guess it depends on how many, how many people, right? Like if he can fit 20 or so, then like I'm covered, you're covered, Johnny's covered, a couple of my boys and their ladies or, 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 or boyfriends can come. <laughs> but if he can only fit like four people, then that's a different situation. Right? True. That's okay. true. That's actually right. So, so I'm guessing what we gotta do. First off, we gotta gauge how big his ship is and if he's willing to work with us. Easy. I think if we can convince him that we're trying to protect Chandra too, maybe that'll like tap into that I don't know anything about it, but that like paternal instinct type thing. Maybe. I, I don't maybe know. he'll become a good father for a minute. Is that what you're saying? Chandra, like, looks down, like, ashamed, like, oh. I kind of want to be that that guy that points out the obvious that Chandra's kind of not doing the right thing right now. Like, 
I mean, I who does the right out. thing when they're 16? Yeah, I want to point out that you're being a very stubborn child right now. <laughs> I mean, what would you do if someone came along and said that you could be safe, but you had to leave everybody you ever knew? I'd stay. Keep it Kind of sips the rest of her coffee. Yeah, I'd stay. I don't want to, I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but like, it just doesn't feel right. We leave a whole planet behind to travel with the previous captain, but now Oscar is traveling with Amara, the new captain. So, you know, it's so just hard. We... So Racket, like standing still like a, a good foot taller than literally everyone. Um, says so uh you gonna help me talk to him then cletus right yeah i'll talk at him we can go talk to him all right um and he turns to the rest of you and says now wait here it didn't look like any of the people with him were you know like soldiers or anything but i don't want all of us just out in the open like that so y'all stay behind the barrier and me and cletus will go talk to him make sure he doesn't get an eye on Chandra, we don't want him to know that she's here yet. I said it would be a minute. Take care, I'll later. stand in front of her. <laughs> Where'd she go? So I start oh, hobbling with my walking. cane behind him. As Cletus leaves, Very I, slow. I say thank you, Cletus, and I kind of look at him like really like intensely in the eyes. First I lose my bar, now this. Lost a bar. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was all that it meant, everything that meant to me. It was my favorite. Was that in Sean City? Is that where you're from? No, it was in our ship. Wait, y'all had a ship? Why aren't you leaving on that? Oh, right. Yeah, we lost it. Did you, I mean, did you get shot down or? I don't think we got shot down. I think things just didn't go well. If that confuses you, I'm sorry. I can't really tell you what happened. Nah, it's it's fine. Like things yesterday are a bit fuzzy for me too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, it's all right to let you do most of the talking. I'll stand here, and he like gestures with his gun, and, like look threatening. You want me to look threatening? Or you no, no, going? no. I, I I'll look threatening. I'm, okay. Yeah, I was generally. like, I don't really look threatening. I'm on a cane and I barely walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, uh, when you say that, he like looks down, it looks you up and down, and smiles, and he says, "Well, maybe that'll work to our advantage." And then um, puts his like gun on his shoulder, like people do in movies. They like have the gun on their shoulder. I don't know. And then the two of you walk towards the barrier um, as you go through the the center opening the two guards at either side nod at um at racket and as you walk out you'll see that there is a middling height man with light brown hair um his he's wearing a, a tan sort of like military-esque suit but it's obviously still like a civilian suit it's just cut very severely 
Um, his hairline is receding a little bit and at the buttons on his stomach, the suit is a little bit tighter. Like maybe he used to be more fit, but has kind of lost a little bit of that. He's talking to another person who's standing next to this um, very basic looking, um, not like an SUV, but it's a larger, like not a van, but it's a larger vehicle. Um, probably like an all-terrain vehicle. And he's standing talking to one other person who appears to be wearing um, a dark green uniform. Um, but again, there's no visible weaponry. It's not like a soldier's uniform. Uh, at first guess, you might you might assume that it's the staff from uh, the, the, the embassy uniform um, because it looks more like a, like a house or a hotel kind of uniform. Um, and he's standing and talking to this person. And when he sees Racket and you exit the barrier, turns to acknowledge you. Racket, is Chandra with you? And um, Racket says, uh, <clears throat> we uh, well, had a couple of things we want to talk about with you before... Um, this is Cletus. Uh, he's a uh, part of the family. Um, I, reach out like, my, I reach out my hand to shake his hand. And he shakes your hand and you notice that um, his his hand is, it's a little like sweaty, basically, um, like in a, a nervous kind of way. When you shake his hand, you notice that. Um, and he notices when he grasped your hand that his hand is like that. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Everything that's been happening, this is the last thing I wanted to deal with. A runaway. Um, okay, you don't have to worry about me. Uh, my name's Cletus. I am the bartender of the ship. Nice to meet you, sir. Bartender? Yes, sir. Been doing it for 20 years. Sure. Um, <clears throat> did my daughter speak to you then? What's, what's going on, Racket? I just, we need to leave and Chandra needs to come with me. Well, we would like to talk to you about a preposition. You'd be okay to talk about it. <sighs> and he like rubs at his forehead and sighs frustratedly. And it's just like, <sighs> I never expect. I never expected that I'd raise a child to be this difficult. I I get it. I get it. I got to meet her, and uh, I get what you're saying. I'm. I've been thinking the same thing. I was like, I feel bad for you. You know what I mean? I come out here, and first thing I want to tell you is, I'm sorry, man. That's a uh, a lot to handle. But I'll tell you, we was talking, and we want your daughter to come. You know, we want her to be with you. We also all want to be safe. That's all that's important to me right now is the safety of my crew, the safety of my friends. So we were thinking if we can get you to allow us to get on the ship and go with you, we'll bring your daughter. We'll all go together. I don't know what you're under the impression of, but from my understanding, Tyver is a perfectly safe city. No one here is being threatened. My daughter just ran away. Yeah, but we have 
we want to get going, we got to get out of here. I'm sorry to hear that, but currently, um, this, the planet is under some sort of quarantine. Have you been watching the news? Are we going to play this way? Or do you want your daughter? I don't know if I understand. Do you want your daughter? Do you want her to come with you? Of course I do. Why else would I be here? Then we'll bring her. We'll all get on the ship. And we'll get to safety. So you think that I, an ambassador who is relegated to live on this outside of, of the Jorhildian Empire planet, have the power to bring civilians with me wherever I choose to go with no one questioning me. I think you assume too much. If I was truly important, I would be back in the Jorhildian Empire on Nuda in a position of power. Not on this backwards planet. Well, that's uh, that was the preposition that we wanted to make with you. So I think you have to make a decision. So what you're saying is if I don't deign to take the two of you, and I'm assuming Johnny, with me, then my daughter will just stay here. I can't control what your daughter does, sir, and I apologize for that. But that's her decision. Um, and he uh, turns a little bit to the side and motions to the person that he was talking to who comes up to his side. Um, she has like black hair that's tucked back in a very severe bun. And he says to her, like he under his breath, so you can't hear it like just straight away. He, he says something to her and she like turns back to look at the um, ATV and then turns back to, to him and whispers something. And he says, if it's the four of you, we can... Some of my staff are willing to make sacrifices. Will that be enough? Not just four of us. Dear Lord. What exactly is it that you want from me? We want to make things better between you and your daughter. We want to get you back together. But we also want to get to safety. And the only safety is out of the quarantine right now. I assure you, this place is perfectly Don't safe. Don't assure me anything. You know the truth. I know the truth. And you want your daughter. What... Before, before I promise you anything, I need Chandra to be here. I want to hear from her. We can make that happen. But before I make that decision, or Ratkin makes that decision, I need to get some kind of answer out of you. Maybe like a half-ass answer, I don't care. I need to know if we're gonna get safety. And then I'll go get her. The vehicle I currently have, as you can see, and like he motions to the ATV behind him, which is like shiny and black and very official government vehicle looking, 
has the ability to hold eight. Eight people, including myself and Chandra. This is the only vehicle I still have, as the rest of my staff and members of the embassy are already on board my ship. We have six seats. That is all I can give you. That is everything I have to bargain with. Unless you want the embassy itself, which will be evacuated, you can have that. But since you want to leave, I have six seats and that is all. Out of character, now that I know the amount of seats, I'm assuming I need to go speak with my... Yeah, there's definitely like... Yeah, this is like... If you want Racket and Johnny and like there's five of you, plus uh, Gaius and Savara, who I guess I didn't describe, but like they're still with you. Um, That's more than six people, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go back and talk. All right, here's what we're going to do. That's not probably going to accommodate the amount of people that we have with us. We're going to go talk to him, okay? We'll be back. When you come back, I want to hear from my daughter in person. No video call. I'll try and get her to come over here. All right. And he motions to the car and several other um, people wearing the same, like, staff, like, green, dark green uniform come out of the car and are, like, gathering, like, bags and things. We're going to walk back over to the rest of the group. Well, I mean, this is Racket speaking. Uh, Cletus did a, well, I mean, he's kept his head, which is good. Um, The ambassador seems frustrated, but I mean, who isn't nowadays? Uh, They only have six seats. That's not room for enough enough room for all of us. Okay. So we get to ship ourselves, and then we get the whole citywide ship. Yes. And then Captain Amara. She can fly it. Yes. Amara looks at Uskar and says, I don't think there is a citywide ship, Uskar. Okay, maybe and smaller. She, she looks back e- at the group and says, I'll stay. No, that's not how we're doing this, Amara. That's not how this is happening. I, mean, I feel do they like have six spots on the ship, or do they have six spots? It sounds like to me what he's trying to tell me, and Ratchet, you can you can tell me whether or not you agree that we have six spots in the vehicle to get to the ship. Well, none of uh, us are staying tomorrow. Hey, Oscar can go on the top. No, <laughs> he can just hug. You can hug yes. the top of it. I have right? a lot of big arms. I can hug the top. All right, hang on a minute, guys, before we get in too terms, crazy. In terms of what, in terms of what uh, your dad said, and he looks at Chandra, uh, the car that is going to the ship, which is the last of whoever's going to whatever ship, has room, including you and your dad, for six people. I would assume that that means that. I mean, if that's all his cars that are already gone, and he said that everyone else, assuming there's an everyone else, was already on the ship, that he's only willing to give up six spots. I mean, people came out of that that car, like people. He's leaving people behind for this. That's like a big a big ask, you know. Um, 
Yeah, he literally just told some of his workers that they can't go if we're going. You mean... Okay, what if we get another car? I don't know if this means that the vehicle's the only thing. I feel like he might be saying the ship literally has six spots. No, no, the ship that we came here on, the the only one that, like, I've... I mean, it's it's not just six. And besides, like the staff of the house, um, it's not just six people. I mean, it's a, I mean, and she like looks at Johnny embarrassed and she's like, I don't need people to serve me, but we, we do have like cooks and, and cleaners and secretaries and like other other people. Um, it's not just, just six. So probably, probably there's more room on, on the ship, but just not, right now i mean you wouldn't your father your father told me first off that he wants you to talk to him he would like to talk to you and that was out of what looked to be fatherly intent he just wants to talk to you not on a video call so that's first thing second thing maybe maybe it would take you to getting you know, maybe you can talk to him for us. I mean, I I talked to him. He's in agreement to take us, but only six people. Um, I mean, like I I want to I want to stay with my. I mean, I just like whatever's going on here. And she like looks around, kind of awkwardly. I mean, it's it's scary, and I I really would prefer not to be here but not if that means leaving Johnny behind so if if he says that we can take Johnny and you know a couple other people like as many as can fit then that seems it seems fair to me I guess um and then Racket looks at the rest of you obviously more than six people and looks down the street and says if y'all were still wanting to do something ridiculous um we could follow the car I think Cubit pipes in at this point and is like, where was that forklift that we brought yes. in? Forklift! That thing, I mean, like, you could that use that if you want, but we, we, have a, one person. we have actual running, working vehicles. They don't fly, oh, but... You say so! <laughs> you saw one in the street on the, when you came in. I like, we might... Face. We, we couldn't go through the barricades, so we'd have to, like, follow in a roundabout kind of way, but, I mean, that's an option if you really think there's more room on whatever ship he's using. I mean, he seems like a reasonable person. If we just happen to show up with a bunch of us, I, I think that maybe he wouldn't have the heart to turn us away as the ship's going away. We could just kind of show up and he'd have to let us in. Yes, we could give him a puppy eyes. Say please. please. We don't want to die. We I think so Oscar should leave, lead that part of this mission. Yes, I can do it right now if you want. I walk over. It sounds. I like... mean, I don't. Okay. I mean, he's he's my dad, and he's he's great and and all, but like, if I mean, if he was told to do something some way, that's. You know the way that he's gonna do it i don't yes he has to listen to your mother yes she tell him 
bring you home. Okay. What? Uh. No. No. My mom, it, she's not. And then Johnny like touches her shoulder and does a little like it's okay. Okay. I think Cubit's behind like Cletus going, stop. <laughs> no mom stuff. <laughs> Scar's just looking around and okay. <laughs> Amadou Scar. Okay, so should have known. Um well I'm just I'm just saying um like I don't you're I mean you probably I don't know if you guys know anything about like Jorhild and Nuda and everything, but they're uh not generally um I mean, like, we've only studied, like, what we've learned from here. I've lived here my whole life, um, but the, they're not generally impressed by puppy dog eyes. Kind of strict. I mean, I know that he does it because he loves me and all, but, like, this is the most I've ever broken his rules or probably in a lot of trouble. I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves right here. This is not like chit-chatting with your, like, best friend or something. I mean, he literally has a job to do. And for us to get on that ship, it's going to take some work. Or we're just going to have to take the ship ourselves. Racket, like, looks around when Cletus says that and says, I mean... That'd probably be the best way to get the most people out, but I mean, unless one of you has the ability to like knock out ships' weapons, that would, I mean, if they turn those on while we're outside, even in a car. Could we maybe, well, I I know that both Amara and Cubit are real good with ships. Could we? Could we get you guys on the inside and maybe we could try and disable it and make it follow like he's suggesting? Because I don't feel right if we leave people behind and I'm sure as heck not letting any of us get left behind. You have to get me real close. That's... I mean, don't forget, we still have to go back to Sean. Yeah, We're not even done. So, I mean, we kind of need that ship. Yes, we have people to save. Yeah, we need that ship. Savara, who's been like probably standing, like helping someone fold something. I don't know. She likes folding things. Um, she looks at Cletus when he says that and hears the word like save. And she's just like, her eyes well up a little bit. Like, uh, you remembered. Oh. Gaius is just like menacingly like pointing a gun at different things. <laughs> he just like shooting stuff. <laughs> He's not actually shooting right now, but he's looking like, I'm ready. Fight. Fight time. So if uh, we, uh, we have six seats that'll get us to the ship. If we send Amara and Cubit and obviously Chandra and Johnny, I think maybe some of the rest of us could come back with Racket and not obviously probably not tell them that we're planning on coming too. Yeah, we could follow but in a separate car. Get on the ship, Cubit, because 
I mean, as far as they have to know, you're just going to take the spots on the ship, not help the rest of us get on. I'm not leaving you guys behind. I'll do my best to help, but we're going to have to make this work. He believes that she's coming with us. Well, Wait. I mean, she is going to come with us. Yes, but Wait, we bring you? everyone else. You know, the whole planet, the whole city. Are you saying that? Are you saying that Cuban goes on the ship, and then opens the ship to let us in? Yeah, I'm saying we get the first six of us, and hopefully have Amar and Cubit so they can try and get to the weapons part of the ship. And like Racket said, we can't get we can't get everyone else on with that part functioning. So they kind of get in first and disable things, and then we can bring the. The rest of everyone? This sounds real dangerous. Yeah, you sound okay. like you're gonna be doing they might have some dangerous stuff over there. We have a big brain idea, okay? Okay, so he cannot take us because he not have room in the car, yes? Hmm. Okay. Does he know we have other car? I mean he hasn't come in. Okay. Obviously. So we got the barricade up yes. and like one of the guards who's like kind of getting a little tired of just pointing a gun outside of the barricade like accidentally like kicks the back of it with his heel and like part of like a chair that's stacked precariously like shifts a little he's like oh oh barricade super official um but yeah so uh, i mean if he not know we, we have had, car i mean we live in a city so like chances are maybe like 60 40 that we may or may not have a car but okay, so maybe you go tell him you say hey actually we have car Uskar is very smart he said that we have a car so we can follow you to the ship yeah there you go yeah, just tell team. him maybe we just tell him yeah and it's that's also... a good idea yes good idea Ramara. great idea Chandra do you want to but... go talk to your dad um <clears throat> and Johnny like looks over and he's like, "Oh, I'll come with you." And so she nods and she's like, "Okay, but I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not going with him until we figure figure all of this out." That's good. Are you, are you gonna come with me, or? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a little while. Take a long time to walk. That's fine. I'll just... And she, like, takes some deep, like, almost, like, hyperventilating breaths. Like, I'm gonna go talk to my dad when I know I'm in trouble. Like, okay. We're not, like, uh, worried that he's gonna try and, like, take her or anything. Yes. Right? I'm a like, little worried kind about of, like, it. Hushed yes. to the group. Right, so you don't say it loud enough so she can hear. Yeah, just kind of okay. like, maybe, uh, Uskar, do you want to maybe go with some some muscle in case the situation might need it? I just don't want them, like, taking her or anything. Mm, Methinks Uskar being there would be intimidating. No, me, I'm very big. And then maybe he would look at me and say, oh, this this who you're running away with? And she'd be like, no. <laughs> Okay, oh, but Rizrar is just there. He's so big, you don't know. <laughs> well, so, well, maybe Amara, yes, Amara. as the captain, yes. you know, you and you have that that fancy looking sword thing. Uh, it, it, 
maybe you can kind of go in it. It makes a little sense to have like the captain and the hot, not. Yeah, her Chandra, not a hostage. She's not a hostage. Not a hostage. One hundred percent, not a hostage. Uh, I think if we had Cubit and I go to the ship, and the rest of you guys trail behind us, we can maybe sneak you on. Yeah, but we're talking about yes. telling them about the car, though. Isn't that what we thought about first? But aren't there only eight spots on the ship? We don't know that yet. Andrew said there is more spots. We think um, he might just be talking about the vehicle. And Racket, like, Chandra and Johnny are, like, already, like, kind of preparing themselves away. Um, oh. That was not for any reason. <laughs> um, but uh, Racket basically says... I mean, I'm all for being honest with folk, but if he said that six was the most and we're going to try and get more out of them when we don't really have a lot to offer, like he's already losing a, a number of people for our sake. Maybe not telling him about the rest following would give us the element of surprise. Right. Yes. Okay, but then maybe no. Okay, me not no. How about we make a vote? How about that? Me vote yes. What? <laughs> yes, telling him or yes, not telling him? Says Gaius. Sorry, accent. Yes to telling him or yes to keeping it. You know, personally, I'm on board with the don't tell him, sneak up on the ship hack the, the weapons and use them to our advantage. I'm just rolling these to fix the screen. Don't worry. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. Okay, I vote I vote that that whatever you guys think is best, I'll do it. How about that? Because I can't really say whether or not I give a shit which one happens. I just want to get to safety. And I want you all to be safe. Yes, me agree. I'm voting for that. So if you ladies want to figure out what we're going to do and vote on it, then we'll make a plan. I mean, uh, Cubit, Amara, do you, have you ever disabled a ship's guns? I mean, I think you could do it. You seem both real smart, but... <laughs> I think Cubit pops up and, and uh, says, well... He's definitely not leaving without his daughter. We know that much. Yeah. If we want to get off this planet, we need to stick with her. I know we only have six spots, so we have to make this work. If you can trust us, I think we can do it. I mean, without you guys, I wasn't getting off the planet anyways. So, it's, you know, if it doesn't work out, it's, it's like, you know, I'm just down a couple bucks that I gave to the captain, so. And I agree I with her too. Enough. I agree with her too at that point. I'm like, yeah, I don't think we were going to get off of here without either one of these plans. So I feel like either one is going to work really well because it's the only options we have. Okay. So as a group, did you all, do you all agree to tell or ask uh, the ambassador, like, we have our own car, we can bring the rest with us? Or. Or are you going to follow and not tell him about that and try and like secretly get the rest of you on the ship? 
first one was what Usgar suggested that we that we tell outright. So, right. Yeah. Just tell whatever him, we the got group a car, ends we'll up do going it, with. Fine. Usgar yeah. will end up doing. Um, That's basically where both Cletus and Usgar yeah. are. They're both like, just tell him. We'll take the goddamn car. We'll go. Like, mm. but after realizing that there's could be some really bad complications to that, and the yeah. better chance we have of is just not saying a word. And then letting our our smart techs do their job, we could probably pull this off. I would say that Racket and Gaius, at the very least, piped up with like, "Don't tell him a thing. We've already negotiated for six spots. Let's just do what we want to do and take what we need." Sort of deal, basically. Um, so that's kind of the the. I think the rest of you need to kind of break the tie as to whether you think we should they should you should tell him about that you have another vehicle to use or not. I'm, I think Amara's fine with us. I'm open to like telling him and seeing what happens after that and then choosing the sneaky route. Um, hmm. I have a question. Yep. I have a question too. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That's no, my fault. Good. No, you're good. Um, I have like really high charisma. Hmm. Um, do I even have the option to roll against like telling him? Like if we did tell him, I could roll my charisma and... You could work? because like um basically like when you were talking before he gave you what he was willing to offer with no role necessary. Like that okay. was that was that his was just my like, work did well. Like you role played well, yeah. We come to the table, this is what he's willing to offer you. If you okay. wanted anything more, um you would have to one have something to um, negotiate with, whether that's like, no, we're keeping your daughter, like, even if she wants to go with you, we're not gonna let her or anything. Like, if there's more that you can give him than just, we will give you your daughter, that would be a negotiating chip. Basically, you have to have something to offer him or some way of selling it to get more than what he's willing to offer, basically. So he's given you, this is what I'm willing to give up, if you wanted to make a roll to get more, you have to basically role play and, and say, like, no, that's not enough. We want more for this reason, you know? So and then we, if we go out there, per se, and we uh -huh. said, hey, here's your daughter. And then we tell him, like, maybe let the daughter talk or whatever. And then we tell him, hey, there's the deal. We want to bring a second car. Mm. Then I would roll. Is that how that would work? Yeah, that that could definitely okay. be the case. It's just like you have to like, if you wanted to negotiate more, if you wanted to get more from him, that's when the roll comes in. I gave you gotcha. what he's willing to get just okay. from like. Mm. Sorry, I'm still new at this. So. Oh, it's totally fine. Well, and the if if he would if we did tell him, I mean we were it's not like we're bringing just people and that if, are not going to do anything like i i'm a i'm a physician we have a pilot mm -hmm. we have a mecha uh, engineer like we have skills so maybe that's if we do want to tell him maybe that's a bargaining chip i i still think maybe it's better to just kind of surprise him and i don't know how we, much but I if trust he says, official folk on if he says no to us couldn't we just still bring the car later but they'd be ready. We don't for know where he's going. I know, right. but couldn't we still just let the six go hmm. after we get denied the car option? You not get what I'm saying? 
you still have the option to just send six people, of course. But like I said, you can't go directly behind him. So like there is a barricade in the way. So if you were able to, as soon as he leaves, follow him, then you might have a chance of just going fast enough that you could find out where he's going. But because you have to go around this barricade that Racket made, you cannot just directly follow him. So you will have to have a way of finding out where it is that he is going to because you don't know where his ship is right now. You don't know where it's located. And he's not offering that information to you. He's willing to take however many people in the car. You don't know whether he okay. would like take their compads away so they couldn't report back to you where they were going, but because he only offered six spots, it's likely that he would try and do something to not just like, and now the entire city of Tiver is at my ship, you know? I mean, it's oh. not like we're looking for a small coffee shop. Like, we're talking about a giant ship sitting somewhere. It's not going to be hard for us to follow him on an entire and... planet. Yeah, but he's not going to. I'm assuming he's not drove like 27 hours to get to us. Like, okay, he's maybe, probably down the road. Maybe he drove, underground. He drove, from, he drove from the neighborhood over. He he drove from the ambassador, oh, like okay. the ambassador's house. Yeah. Okay, what Thank do we you. do? Cuba pipes up and it didn't sound like he was willing to let go of his daughter. So she needs to be there. If things do go south, we don't have any sort of tracking. We don't have any sort of way of following him immediately. I mean, Sorry. Cubit, you would know that you could, like, send your location on your compad, but cases being, like, he wouldn't just, like, wouldn't... oh, yeah, totally, just tell them where we're yeah, going, I don't think you know? willingly let us do that. Well, mm. uh, if you're going to try and disable the guns anyways, is there a way from the ship you could ping one of our compads? You might not have yours, but that's, like, first barriers if we don't have compads, but ideally to disable the guns, you're going to have to get to the controls of the ship somehow. So then you could maybe send us a message. Yeah, the biggest problem that we're going to have is if they're trying to get away in a hurry. Yeah. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that Cletus wants to go out there and try and, like, negotiate with him to, we have an extra car, we'll just go with you. And if that goes hairy, then you want to try and just get to the ship and, like, send out your location and then have the rest of you follow. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think that would be a good plan. Yeah, I think so. Well, then let's do that. Yeah. So Cletus on his cane goes to the, the barrier. We have the two guards standing at the barrier. We have Racket there. Uskar, you were going to come as well? Um, Did Amara go or no? Yes. Yeah? Okay, so then Uskar would so come. You're but all I'd be standing, standing like... right behind the barrier, but the people going out to speak to the ambassador. Yeah. Cletus, Racket, Amara, and Johnny... I mean, not Amara and Johnny, uh, Chandra and Johnny, anyone else? Um, I'll be uh, past the barricade, but I won't be talking to them. I'll just be past it like 10 feet behind them. Okay, so you're basically going to be standing there being muscle. Yeah. Okay, all right. So the five of you, did I count that right? Approach the ambassador. The, the sun has started to rise a little bit in the sky. He's checking his compad and talking with uh, somebody um, and then like checking again and then he notices that you've come out. He notices his daughter there. He rushes forward. Um, 
and uh, basically, are you going to stop him from coming directly up to her, or? God, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know if I should tell him to not come near his daughter. Like, that's um, a hard one for me because that's his daughter. That would I, be an Uskar thing, right? Like, Cletus can't say, don't come any closer. Like, I mean, you can say whatever you like, but if you're not going to make an immediate action, if you don't have, like, an instinctual thing that you want to do, then he probably just gets to within, like, reaching distance of her, and then Johnny reaches out his hand. I would let it then. Um, And so uh, the ambassador takes a step back, and his daughter is looking a little, like, teary-eyed and, like, Oh, I'm in trouble. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dad. I just like sorry. I didn't like tell you or whatever. And he, having been stopped from just like running up to her, is like, "You've made your choices, and certainly they will have consequences when we get back. But if you won't leave without this young man." Who else is coming? Is this a lot of you then? Yeah, so we made a decision. Uh, we have one other offer to make to you since you told us the 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 the, the, the parameters of the deal. Uh, we have a separate car and we would like to put our people in that car and follow you to the ship. I don't know if you understood correctly. I have six seats. I have six staff uniforms, six staff members that have been reported. These people who don't know you and have no reason to have agreed to stay in your place. I will not be replacing all of my house staff and employees with strangers. And you can tell that the pause was like he wanted to say something more rude. I feel like you don't understand the situation. I feel like you don't understand. This is my ship. This is my daughter. I am willing out of the kindness of my heart to give six of you a ride off of this stinking planet. I don't think you have a heart. To leave that many people here to die? No one has said anyone is dying. Do you honestly feel like in this situation, people left here are gonna live? Can you be honest about that? I am not party to whatever negotiations are happening between the Jorhildian government and your own. But we do not customarily annihilate planets, sir. That is not what this is. Well, if your daughter's coming with you, then we're all coming with you. My daughter is my child. You are a stranger to me. I don't understand why you equate the two. Well, she ain't going unless we go. Is that your final offer then? all of you, or you will take my daughter as a hostage. I'm not taking your daughter as a hostage. Your daughter doesn't want to go with you without her friends. She like turns to you and she says, 
I just... I mean, we said... We said Johnny and me. And save a few people from, you know, whatever's going to happen. Like, we can't take the whole city. I just... Amara. Amara's behind the um, barrier. Oh, I thought she came up. No, it's uh, uh, you, Uskrar, um, Johnny, Chandra, and Racket. Uskrar. Yes? Do you think we should just let them go? Okay, Uskrar thinks that we are your family now. It is nice to meet you. I don't know you. I was willing to give up six spaces. Yes. That's all I have. Okay. That's all I'm willing to give. A walk. So either you're willing to accept that, or you are not. Okay, Uskrar has a proposition. Okay, you stay, and we take the ship, and you stay with your daughter, and then you're very happy, and then we, we can go, and we save the whole planet. Okay, and then our captain, our captain! She flies us. She's a very good pilot. Okay. If a shuttle were to leave the surface and not transmit the appropriate codes, you would be shot down. Okay. It is my ship. I have my own pilot. I have my own staff. We will be rendezvousing with a Jorhildian battleship. Mm -hmm. They would notice if I, the ambassador, were not on my own ship. Okay, but you tell them, you say in advance, you say, hello, it is me. Yes, I have given my ship to Uskrar and this whole family, and now they're flying outside of the atmosphere, and it was very nice to meet them. Sir, Uskrar, you're so kind. I don't have time for this. Either you're willing to accept the six seats I have offered you, or you are not. Yes, Uskrar was thinking about that. We have another car, so we can take another car. You only have six seats in the car. Uskrar, come here. Come here. I am here. So we step aside for a couple moments. Wait a moment. What if, so you two what are if, you two are stepping aside to have this conversation, like away from him to hear? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Okay. What if? What if we had him give us the code, in agreement that his daughter and the ones with his daughter go with him? Yes. Me, I'm thinking that this situation is no longer ours, so we must so, knock him out. You know. So or... you step away. And you're having this conversation, and in the middle of that sentence, you hear a gunshot. And then Johnny falls to the ground, and the ambassador grabs for his daughter. And all of the staff that had exited the vehicle take weapons from their bags. And then we go to break. Ah! Thanks, everyone so much you out there at home for watching thank you so much we're gonna take a real quick break that was that was a fantastic cliffhanger don't don't you know what guys you want more we want more we all want more we'll uh we'll see you welcome back everybody and thank you I think the best thing that we can do to start off the second half of this episode is to roll some initiative. (laughs) So all of you that were behind the barrier, all you heard was a shot and then like the crumpling of a body. Um, For those of you that are in front of the barrier, you hear the shot, you see Johnny fall to the ground, 
you hear Chandra like belatedly shriek like she didn't realize what was happening as her father grabs her by the wrist and starts dragging her toward the SUV, um, ATV, whatever. So the way that we would roll initiative, which basically now that things are going into more of a combat situation, we're basically going to slow down time a little bit so that we can say, okay, what is this person doing? What is this person doing? So first things first, on the quick menu, there should be an initiative button on the top right of your character sheet. Eight. All right. For me. So eight for Uskar. Seven for me. Seven for Amara. Uh, seven for Cuba as well. Okay. Cletus. One, one for Cletus. <laughs> okay. And Gelpy, what did you get? Uh, I got a five. Okay. And I will roll for a racket. Did um, it show for you guys my roll? I got like a weird error. It showed uh, for me. Uh, yep. I see it. Okay. 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 It was like, sorry, you were banned from roll 20. I know. I was like, what did I do? Okay, so Racket got a two. I think he's a little bit in shock from what happened. And the Jorhildian military slash house staff situation, um, they got a six. Are, sorry, there's six of them, right? There, there were six of them, okay. yes. Okay. Um, and then the gang of guards that Racket has. They get a five. Okay. So in, oh, that's the wrong order. Descending order. All right. So the first person to act when they hear this shot is Uskrar. What do you do? Oh, that is so perfect because what I am doing is I am protecting my good friend Cletus. Um, if I hear that, I, I would immediately get in front of him, um, and try and take him and I to cover. Okay. Um. So I don't even have to worry, because this guy was doing it. Yes, you have me. I am very strong. <laughs> um. Okay. What would I roll for that? Do I, like, I want to pick him up. And so start this taking is... him behind the barricade. This feels like your, your main action here is probably going to be, um... It feels like it's total defense. Okay. Um, which in this case, it's um, as an as an action. Um, oh, yeah, well, total defense is an instant action. Yeah, there's a right. there's a there's a bunch of actions in combat. Um, you have a handout, which is fine. Um, but basically, I feel like for your main action, the usual thing is to make an attack. You can also do fighting withdrawal. Um, so that would mean like moving away. You're yeah. not really in melee with anyone. Um, no, I was even purposefully a bit farther. You, behind, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I feel like your move action, I would say that you could use your main action to do like a double move action, which would help. It would be basically you moving yourself and Cletus. Okay, okay. Um, um so you use your move action and your main action to just kind of drag Cletus out of the way. And uh, you can move 10 meters, which will definitely get you back behind the barrier. Okay. Um, yeah, so I want to pick him up and I'll, do not worry, Cletus! Uh, and start running as, we're, as I'm running over, Amara! Um, and put him down behind the barrier and kind of stare at uh, Amara and Gelpi and, and whoever mm -hmm. else is there and see what they're doing. All right, so Amara, you are next. What do you do? Um, so you came to me, Uskar? 
Yeah, you got. You brought. Yes. Yeah, Uskar, you heard a shot, you heard someone fall, you heard a yell, and then Uskar and Cletus run behind the barrier. Okay. Um, okay, so that changes everything I just had planned in my brain. Um, <laughs> the beauty of uh, it. What's going on? What happened? I do not know! There is a shot! Do we have a moment to look? Uh, is there like like you what are definitely they doing? because because you were outside, you saw that um, Johnny fell. Uh, the ambassador grabbed for his daughter and like started like he it's not his turn yet but he started moving her towards the ATV okay. and the all of the members of staff have equipped themselves with weapons one of which was used to shoot Johnny okay so I'm, I'm relaying all of that to you Amara especially the part where he hasn't taken his turn yet so he hasn't moved <laughs> um, and uh, I'm also taking cover um, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna take my mono blade and I'm gonna unsheath it and kind of like have it ready for going out there and I guess avenging this person that I okay, do not know. So you have you can make a move action and you can make um what's called a main action, which would basically be like an attack is a, a main action. No. Um so basically uh an attack? Can we do that? You could ready an attack, like hold an action. So basically you're like, later in the round, after this person goes, then I will do my action. But like, what is it that you would be readying to do? Like after someone gets a shot, like you have to tell me like what, when it, when you want to do your action. They're like a good distance away too, right? They're not they're not just like five feet away from us. Uh, no, you were you're able to move ten meters in a round, mm. which is like a fair amount of uh, distance. So they are within ten meters of where you are right now. Okay. Because like you were basically standing in a line, you walked a little bit away, but like that's basically the range. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when did you want to hold your action until? Would it be too vague to say until someone in my party chooses to? You could say, I want to go after Gelpie or I want to go after Racket. Right, because they're still out there. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, honestly, I would honestly let let, uh, Ushkar make the first move because once he puts me behind the barrier, I'm assuming he's going to war. My turn's over. I got to wait a whole round now. Okay. Um, so everyone else gets one action yeah. until, and then Musra will get another one. So you could be, uh, you could say that um, I want to hold an action until an enemy comes around the barrier, and then make a melee attack. Okay. Like you, you could yeah. say that, or you could say I want to do, go after Gelpie or Racket or whoever does. Okay, I'm gonna say I want to go after Gelpie. Okay. So if Amara is holding her action, Cubit, you're next. What do you do? I look at everyone that's coming to the barrier. Mm. I'm still kind of like holding my coffee. I toss it down to the ground and I I think I want to stay where I am, but ready my laser pistol. Okay. So what are you, you're readying an action for like if Uh, someone comes beyond the barrier if Are someone you... comes within distance, I would like to ready my weapon. You can move to, like, be within distance right now. Okay. I don't know if there's any cover for us to kind of move to. 
So the way that cover, yeah, the way that cover works, you have this barrier that they built. Okay. So if you were to be behind half cover, that would make you, um, that would give whoever's trying to shoot you a negative two to hit. If you're behind like complete cover, like say I go to the barrier, I shoot and then I duck back behind the barrier. Mm -hmm. Complete cover gives them a negative four to hit you. Okay. So right now you're all behind complete cover, except for Racket and and, and them. Um, But being behind the barrier means you're behind complete cover. There's not like an open view. They have like the barrier, the two guards, and then the space to like get behind and then another wall so no one can see directly through, right? Okay. Um, So you're able to navigate within that space and still have the cover of the barrier but they also have the car, right? Mm -hmm. So they have, if any of them were behind the vehicle, they would also have cover. Can I talk out of character real quick? Of course. Um, So I don't know how to relay this to the rest of the team. Mm. And I don't want to like spoil anything, but I'm assuming on my turn, considering there's not a jack shit I could probably do that will save anybody right now, other than getting to Johnny and helping him because I do have healing. So I'm just wondering, like, how do we set that up? Like, especially when there's line of fire and my turn, like, I just don't know how that works. I've never done this before. So um, I just move that way anyway. If you wanted to get to Johnny, you would have to take two actions, the move action you have on your turn and then an action to try and stabilize him. Okay. Okay. That so would that's... mean that you wouldn't also be able to duck back behind cover afterward. You only have, like, if you're behind cover right now, you would have a move action to get to Johnny and then uh, your main action to stabilize him. And then the next turn, which would mean that you'd be out in the open, you would be able to try and go back again. Okay. Right? So okay. if that was something that you wanted to do, there's that whole uh, like turn round of other people's actions where you would be out in the middle of the fight, basically trying to stabilize this guy. So if you wanted to do that, you would probably want to have someone like defending you or, you know, in some way. Like I said, like I said, I've never done this. So I'm wondering if that's like, do you do you tell the rest of the team that out of character, or is that something that I you would yell in character? You can the thing the thing with fighting in this is everything is happening within like someone's round is like I don't know six seconds or whatever in D anD D, but you can definitely say like not on your turn. Like I say to whoever, like talking is an instant action. You could just speak whenever. Okay. So that doesn't have to be like I can't so I, I can't talk until I'm on my turn. Like you can talk whenever. So if the character yelled, I need cover to get to Johnny. Yeah, you can do that. And then the rest of the group would know that that's what you intend to do. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Sorry. I just want to make sure I never. Oh, like we've never. Yeah. None of us have ever done combat in in this game before. So it's absolutely totally fine to question how that works. You can speak on anyone's turn. That's a free action. That's an instant action. You can tell them what you intend to do in character. You could say, what should we do, guys, out of character? Um, But everyone only has a move action and a main action on their turn. Okay. Okay, so I think with that being said, I 
I hear Cletus, and I I run to where Amara is to kind of signal that I am assisting with her. Like she's got her weapon out, she's ready to go. Mm. I move to I'm guessing still behind cover where she is, and I want to ready my laser. So at that point, when I see you around the corner, I need someone to cover me. I need to get to Johnny. Uh, I think Hubert would yell back, you got it, Cletus, and kind of like run over to where Amara is, put her hand on her shoulder and kind of like ready up her pistol. Okay, so what action are you readying? You're readying to fire? Uh, I guess, would it be like a ranged attack? Yes. Yeah. And when, what's the trigger for your action? Like if somebody shoots at anybody, Um... I guess? I think if one of the people in the the staff or mm-hmm. someone tries to approach uh, Johnny. Johnny, yeah, not Cletus, obviously. Okay, not Cletus, yeah, but someone that's already out there in the field, either Racket or Johnny. Okay, so if any of the members of the uh, ambassador's staff attempt to approach Racket or Johnny, you will fire on them. Yes. Okay. All right. So. Um, well, that's uh, things are about to happen. So, what happens now is that um, the daughter is going to make a uh, like a basically a physical saving throw to see if she can throw off her dad, um, and that I believe is a d twenty that she has to. So she can't. She cannot throw off her dad. Um, he is going to drag her back towards the vehicle. She's like fighting him the whole way. Um, and then the members of the um, Jorhildian, like the, they're wearing their uniforms. They have laser pistols. They're going to take cover around the vehicle and be like aiming in your direction. And that's their turn. Um <laughs> The snipers who are standing in the windows immediately fire, um, and we'll see if they hit. So, right. Okay. We have two snipers. Oh, can't wait for this to fail. I'm, yeah, they're going to do great, I'm Bust sure. in the chat, guys. It's fine. So this one of the first one misses. Wait, oh, maybe not. like a spirit bomb the we second believe. one also misses we um we so believe. they they are standing in the windows of these apartments that are overlooking this wider boulevard and both of them as soon as johnny gets shot immediately just burst fire both of them are just young like obviously not military not super well trained they've held a weapon before they've shot a weapon before but never like by surprise it's always been intentional so both of them are kind of just shooting everywhere um neither one of them successfully hits any of the military members um so gelpie it's your turn cletus i think i think we should try and get johnny back here i'm gonna if it's okay with you guys, I think I'm gonna try and drag him behind here because I don't think it's safe out there to try and stabilize him. Okay, no, Uskrar will get. Do not go out there. You will get hurt. I, mean, I can hide behind my backpack. I don't know. I have med kits. No, this is a job for a man. The woman, you stay safe. 
<laughs> we need you to heal him. We cannot no, lose you. I don't want him to bleed out. No. You think you can rush in there and get him? Yes. We just have to wait if a you, little longer. If you, if you can, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if you can get, if somebody can cover me, I can get to him and start working on him right now. I don't think that we should work on him out there, though. I think we need to pull him to safety. Stabilizing takes time, and I don't feel comfortable any of us doing that under fire. They're already shooting. And they can't hit them, obviously, so I don't want one of us to get hit out there. Um, Just so you guys know about healing, how it works is um, the difficulty check gets one um, level, like one point higher for every round since the person was downed. So the, the longer, longer you wait, yeah, the harder it will be to get Johnny back. And even either that, he's been hit by a bullet like head on. Like close, with, close he may not, he may not yeah. even be there now. Okay. So the longer we wait, the less chance we have. So, so I, I'm gonna try and I'll try and grab him. Uh, Amar Cubit, can you can can you cover and I'll and I'll like pull my backpack over my head and try and just run out. Sure. And I'm gonna try and just grab whatever limb. Okay. Is close and I'm just going to try and drag it right, So it. I'm going to ask for you to make a check. Okay. This is a completely unconscious or, you know, limp body on the ground. So this is going to be an exert check. Um, so you can make your, you can use your movement to get to where uh, Johnny is. He's laying on the ground. He's bleeding from the head. Um, and then you can do an exert check to attempt to drag him back with you. Okay. This is gonna go great. It's fun. Hmm. I'm a physician. I've worked with bodies before. This is no no problem. Where's my menu? Uh, exert is the, what's the modifier for it? Do you uh, you don't have a modifier. Or, or, oh, sorry, uh, sorry that's, yeah, it's strength. Strength, okay. Plus skills. Exert. Oh, please. Don't be horrible. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so, yeah, Gelpy, you got a six. Make the cartoon. Um, dragging a limp, unconscious body 10 meters uh, back to cover is not a simple task. Uh, a six is not enough to get him all the way back. So you're able to start moving him, but you can't get yourself and him behind cover again. Um, so that's your turn. Racket next, I believe, is going to shoot at... Like, he sees you going for Johnny. He sees you trying to move Johnny. He also sees the blood pooling from Johnny's head. Um, so oh, he's... His head? It was... a. Uh, ah. Yeah, they weren't in combat. It's like a, a murder shot, basically. He made the shot. He got past Johnny's like armor class. So, yeah, not much to be done there, unfortunately. But Racket is mad. He's very mad. He's very upset. So Racket is going to shoot. Um, and uh, let me just... Racket's a little bit better at shooting than his friends were. You know. 
Racket is so mad that he cannot appropriately aim. Uh, Racket got a seven. Uh, that's not enough to hit anybody. So Racket just takes, it. he's got like a combat shotgun. It's very impressive. Uh, it looks a little bit homemade. Cubit, if you looked at it, you might see some tinkering on there. But he basically takes the shotgun, yells, and while he's pumping it and taking it from his shoulder, he just fires and it goes over the top of the uh, ATV. Cletus, it is your turn. What do you do? So my move, as I said before, is to get to Johnny. Yes, and uh, Gelpi has helped bring him a little closer to the um, the barrier, but he is not yet all the way behind it. So it would be the same check on your part. That's under uh, skills. Yep. Yes. So if you go to skills, it's an exert check um, with strength and exert. Oh, and add my strength in there? Yeah. Under ask by exert, you'll put strength. Yeah. You see that? No, I don't. Okay, I'll put strength there. And are you on the quick menu skill? Yeah. Go ahead and click exert. I already put click strength for you. Should click work. Exert. Okay, and then it says modifier. There's no modifier. Okay, I did get to that. I was just wondering what modifier is supposed to use. Oh yeah, Sorry. there's no there's no bonus or anything. Um, so you got an eight. I got an eight. I would say that with an eight and with the distance that Saji was able to move him, uh, you're able to get him to the barrier. Um, both of you together are, are are basically kind of clogging up the entrance to this neighborhood, tra- trying to drag the body of Johnny through. Um, so you're at the barrier currently. Um, Uskar... It's your turn. Both. Hang on, hang on. I'm not done yet. Hang oh, on. sorry. Yeah. So I, I drag the body uh, as far as I can get it mm-hmm. with as much exertion as I could use. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely heavily out of breath. Um, I'm hurting really, really bad. And I basically take the opportunity to open my little pack and start like plant pre-planning out how I'm going to do this. Okay. And I roll his body to the direction of where his head, his face is looking at me Mm, mm, mm -hmm. and begin like the process of a normal, like healing situation or or reviving. And I realized that his eyes are not exactly responsive. Nope. And I see that there's a major size hole in his head. And I look up at uh, Gelpie and I look back down and look up at Gelpie again. Gelpie? I don't think we can do anything. I think we can still try, Cletus. Let's try. Let's get him to safety and then uh, let's think about if we want to try and get back Chandra or just get ourselves to safety. But let's get All right. out of the fire. Okay, we'll give it our best shot. Okay. Somebody say we should be safe. Um, they're like, is she still trying to fight to get away from her father? 
Yeah, she's like yanking at him and like yelling and crying like, um, because she just saw her boyfriend that she loves so much get shot in the head. Uh, she's covered in blood yeah. and definitely trying to get away. She's not yet in the car. Okay. Um, looking at that, uh, and everybody, everybody, all of us are are here behind this kind of barricade and safe-ish, right? Um, I think you we're all are under for, full yeah. cover, yes. Yeah, we're all accounted for. So who's yes. uh, just going to stay here then? Um, and I'll, uh, I'll also do the total defense action if I can. Um, okay. I don't know if they... they so total defense action, is an instant action, action, right? action that yeah. basically means that you can decide when it's not your turn to take that as an action and sacrifice your next turn. Oh, okay, my bad. I thought that was a oh, so that's like a reaction in D and D. Or you a... can yeah, or you can decide that you use your main action for this round gotcha. as total defense, and then it will just basically be all that you do. And then if you need the instant action, you'll take that action. So you could sacrifice this round's turn for total offense or if you decide to use it during the round it would be next round's turn that's sacrificed basically. okay um well i think i think since we're behind cover i, I wouldn't have to do that right now so i'll, I'll actually just like pass here kind of hang out behind the the uh, the barricade bunker down and kind of look at the rest of them and go okay so we should stay here okay we do not chase her we let her go and then we go get the ship maybe Okay. So, do you want to basically like hold an action? So, if like someone comes at you, you. I mean, I guess yeah, yeah. Just to, for for mechanically, if anybody comes, uh, if any of them come at us, um, I'll hold my action to shoot at them. But as okay. far as that, I'm not gonna do anything else. That's totally fine. All right, so Amara, you're still at the barrier. You see Gelpi and Cletus dragging the body of Johnny past you. Um, you see out in the middle of uh, the broad the avenue, the street, this massive shiny black ATV and racket like pumping a shotgun and just shooting at the air and obviously like moving the gun down to, to shoot towards these people who have killed his son. Um, and uh, all of them are hiding behind cover. You might suspect that because there's a turn order that when they weren't shot at, they didn't shoot, but because they were just shot at by several people, it might be next different next turn. Um, and you see that um, the girl, Chandra, is being bodily dragged into the vehicle by her father. What do you do? Okay, um, so I have Wild Psionic as one of my things. Uh-huh. Um, is that a full action? using that guy so basically you chose the um telekinetic armory right yes so you could as an on-turn action so right now you can create weapons or armor um you would choose what you wanted to create um and then uh so it would be either armor or a weapon and um it can be a visible or invisible weapon or armor and you can, yeah, you can attack with that. And... Yeah, so I want to kind of like direct this weird wild psionic thing that I'm doing, magic looking thing at um, Chandra. And I want to put some armory on her and make it to where she is. Okay, question. Does mm -hmm. the, is the armor invisible or does it make the human? 
the thing. The armor itself could be invisible. Um, let's see. It doesn't say anything about you not being able to put it on someone else in terms of the armor. No, no, it has to be on you. It grants you a base armor class, so you can't put armor on somebody else. Yikes. Okay. Mm. But I can give someone a gun? I No, it's your hands that fire. Okay. okay. You can so shoot not gonna you can my... have armor. Okay. So I'm not going to do my... <laughs> I thought it was something else, so we're not going to do that. Um, I'm going to stand next to Uskar, and I'm going to ready my action as well. Hmm? Uh, Wait, so you can't just around. tell us about this crazy <laughs> fucking... You can't just say I can make invisible guns and shit so, and just be like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm gonna pass on that shit right now. <laughs> I mean, you know if you wanted... Yeah, I'll do that tomorrow. The, the thing here is, like, you were trying to aim at Chandra to, like, protect her. Yeah. Well, the only person currently exerting any force on her is her father. Right. So if you wanted to stop her from being forced into the car, you could try and do something to her father. But if you didn't feel like your character would go that far, then you could just let it happen. Or you could go out there and try and pull her back. I will tell you now that an AC of 15 that this t like psychic armor would give you is a fairly good armor class. That means you only have like a 25% chance of getting hit. Okay. So Amara has this like immense rush of bravery and courage and she chooses to return back to her like magic diddly thing where she puts her you can't uh, just so what is shit. it what is it that what does it look like when you're doing this like is there any visual or are you just like moving your hands around your body and it's invisible or what happens in that instant so imagine that it is like a very like she's standing very still she closes her eyes she starts to almost like if you see it in the magicians like she does like weird hand movements almost like doing a sign language hmm. um and i guess this armor appears on her body um, what does it look like? Um, it is black, and it looks very strong. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely going to protect her. You can tell. It's nice, uh, and she does. She chooses to. It's pretty, so it does the job. It cute, <laughs> so it be good. <laughs> it's the pretty armor. That shit works every oh, time. Works. So yeah, she chooses to uh, run off to Chandra and try to sh save Chandra. Okay, so on as your as your main action, you create this armor. Everyone around you can see that you're suddenly covered with this like black matte, cool looking armor from like head to toe. Does it cover your face? Yes, one hundred percent. So she just has like her whole body covered in this badass armor. All of a sudden, this this person that you've known for a little while, you've been on the ship with. Like, does anyone has anyone on the, in this crew ever seen you do this before? No, absolutely not. Okay, clear, so clear, 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 nobody is like yeah, nobody no else has seen, seen her do this jaw hit the floor like that. <laughs> like, like, like what? Like five pog champs right away. And before you oh, have fuck. a chance to react, she just darts out beyond the barrier to go for this girl. And that was your main action and your movement action. So we'll have to see if you can get her next turn. Cubit. I think I see this like 
magic happen and is kind of kind of in shock mm, because mm, mm. Cubit as a character I haven't really talked about her background but is not super comfortable with psionics so she's a little kind of at awe but she realizes that the situation is dire mm. for both Racket and Amara so I think how tall is this this barricade how is it um, I would say that it's probably like eight feet tall. Okay. You can definitely, if you wanted to like climb on it, you could, but it's not like, it's just made of stuff. It's just like random junk. Garbage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's made of people's furniture and yeah. So it's not like it would be, I would say if you wanted to climb to the top, it would be some kind of dexterity roll to like not just fall or right. break it. Uh, I'm also trying to think like I don't have very good shooting skills so I'm also like I need to get none of us do yeah I think what I'm going to do is like I'm holding my pistol I'm kind of in awe but then I have this sudden realization like I gotta go so I'm I think I run around the barrier and chase uh, Amara and I want so are you because uh, I get my movement right, and then yeah, you can. It. Yes, it... you can absolutely. So, are you intending to? Because um, you can go shoot at them and then come back behind cover, or you can just go out there and guns blazing. I think I'm gonna chase after Amara okay. and try to shoot, but not try to come back. Okay, okay. So you just want to like be there to back her up. Okay. Yes. So you uh, you can take your movement and absolutely catch up with her. Like your movement speed is the same as hers. That's totally fine. And then you want to take your main action to shoot. Um, yes. Who are you shooting at? There are um, probably th- three of these house staff members on either side of the vehicle and then in front of you like basically with at this point almost within arm's reach of Amara is uh Chandra and then a little bit in front of her her father with his back to the car like tugging on her and the car is like right like very close to him so like he moved one turn to kind of drag her over here and on the next turn probably will get her into the vehicle so they're very close I know so those I are shoot- your targets, I guess. Yeah, I know if I shoot on him, he's out in the open, but that risks us getting shot at by everyone else. Yep, and if you'll notice the turn, o- turn, o- turn order, they go next. They're, they're next! Uh, can yeah, I we- intentionally try to shoot the vehicle instead of trying to shoot at him? You can try and disable like the vehicle. Warning, yeah. Like a warning shot sort of thing, or like a direct shot at a tire or something. You can try and shoot the vehicle. Um, you will, again, you'll have to like aim. And so if you succeed at aiming at the vehicle, then you'll hit the vehicle. If you don't succeed, then you might hit something close by. Um, if you want to fire like a warning shot near the ambassador, I would say that the consequences of missing would be you actually hit him. If you wanted to try and disable the vehicle, um, you could try and fire at its tires, but the vehicle also has an armor class. Not butts. So I think I'm just gonna do a warning shot at him. Like, okay, if I miss, I hit him. But I think I want to try and scare him from stopping. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you can just go ahead and take that shot. Do you um, you see the weapons on your sheet on the quick menu? I see weapons. 
Yeah, that should have your weapon on it. All right. Wish me luck. No modifier. You got this. I roll a 12. Okay, so a 12 is enough to hit, which in this case means that you don't hit him. It's a warning shot um, because that was your intention. Instead, like right over his head on the black uh, shiny armor of the vehicle, there is the burn mark of your laser laser pistol and you see his eyes like dart up to yours and widen like shit and i think i'm i'm yelling at this point like just stop don't move kind of just like a very as threatening as a small little mechanic can yell okay a demonic voice comes from her <laughs> <laughs> so i i'm i'm going to tell you that um you can't do like a skill like talk check or intimidate check and okay. a shoot um so you can say that but you can't make a roll to actually get them to stop okay until next turn that's fine so like that's absolutely like you can do that but it'll be next turn when you make the roll just because okay. of like how many things you can do so they still do get a chance to try and get back at you and that's what they're going to do try anyway um i have my sheet here okay just for clarification me and uh set um uh yeah sorry that's not what i was i was thinking of something else and it all happened at once in my brain and no it's totally fine i don't think very well um both all of us are like behind a barrier right you and you and Gelby are currently at the entrance to the barrier um, because you both didn't get a full success. So with the both of you, you've gotten him to the barrier. You're kind of like standing um, at the barrier, but you're definitely within like a half cover right now, but not full cover. So if someone tried to hit you particularly, they would take a negative to their shot but I don't think because you weren't attacking them, that's not probably the situation, but you're not behind full cover until like your next turn because- There's you, more targets than me out there right now. There so. are definitely, yeah. yeah. But in, you you have like partial cover right now. Okay. So um, the Jorhillian staff um, are going to shoot at the strange armored person who just ran and at, um, also at uh, Cubit because she shot at the ambassador. So let me just see. Okay. I'm going to do a bunch of rolls and I'm so sorry. The first three are at the armor Amara. Um, they have to get a 15 or more. Um, so let's see. Plus, okay. That is the hit. Ooh. That is not a hit. And that is not a hit. So one of them hits you, Amara. Yikes. Um, and let me see what damage they do. One point five. Zero. And a half. Zero. <laughs> point one, please. Seven damage. Oh my god. Hello, I'm gonna die. Zero. Save me. I need How many hit points eight. do you have, Amara? I have eight. I thought uh, she had armor. They yeah, hit they the... did, they overcame her armor. They rolled a sixteen and her armor is AC fifteen. Armor oh, is shit. Oh. It's not <laughs> shit. It's really good. But you take seven damage. Oh shit. So I just yell like very witcher y. I just yell fuck. Okay. And now for 
cubit. Wait, does your armor like come off now? Does it just like? Yeah, like my like shoulders. You still, <laughs> you still have your armor until you like stop committing effort to it. Um, so like if it came off when you were hit one time, then it wouldn't be very good armor. <laughs> oh, I'm committing effort. Yeah. So is this... there anything else about like her getting shot? Like, was she knocked prone or anything, or is she is just like knocked the armor off? Uh, no, she the armor's not off. She's not knock prone. She's just been shot with a laser just pistol. So maybe like you feel a burning in the side of your chest and you look down and you see like your armor like phase in and out of existing and underneath you can see your skin and the clothing a little bit burned around it. Um, but also Cubit, uh, what is your armor class, Cubit? Uh, 13. Okay, so oh, I have no. to roll a 13 or better. That's not a 13. That's not a 13. And that's also not a 13. Ooh. Everyone misses Cubit. <laughs> so you lost HP and she dodges everything. You see in front of you, Amara, like, pause in reaching for Chandra and look down at her side. And you know that she's been hit, even though she has this really cool armor on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, now we have the gang. So the men at the barrier will have a chance to react now. Um, and the snipers will have a chance to not be so shit. Um, they will shoot at the Jorhildians. Yes, a hit. Not a hit. Oh. Not a hit. Two oh. hits. I'm so proud. Two sixteens. That's not bad. Okay, and then... I told you back, it's got good people. It would have been funny if they did two 16s and two 5s. Okay, so one of the Jorhildians just goes down. Um, another one is uh, damaged, um, but he's still standing and kind of like holding his shoulder with his gun in his other hand. But one of them does hit the ground, and I'm going to make a morale check to see what the rest of them do so morale checks in stars without number is basically being like one of your buddies uh gets damaged so do you just turn tail and run or do you continue fighting so i'm rolling a 2d6 and if it gets a 10 or greater they will run it is not so even though one of their friends went down they are still like keeping themselves um, in order and making sure to defend their ambassador. So there are now only five soldiers. Gelpie, it's your turn. Cletus, I, I think that I'm going to try and uh, use, well, and, and Gelpie's going to like rip open her bag and she's going to pull out a, a Lazarus patch and like rip it open and try and prep Gelpie, it. Gelpie. We need to make a very big decision right now. I know you're about protecting and healing and I understand, but I think we should save what we have to help Amara. I don't think we can save him. Look at him and you look- His face has been shot yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah, there's there's no saving this guy. <laughs> Is there any pulse at all? No, no. No, he's not, he's unresponsive at this point. 
It's basically like if you didn't know a sniper was aiming at your head and you were just standing in the middle of an open street and the sniper had a totally clear shot and just shot you in the middle of the head, would you be alive? No, probably not. He didn't expect Horrible. anything and they overcame his armor class entirely. So it was just murder. Yeah. Sorry. Uh then that delays everything. Hold on, let me think. You guys right. Amara is hurt. We gotta get to Amara, Gelpi. Gelpi, you were still you were at the barrier, so you weren't yeah, behind it. So like... you definitely were able to see that both um Cubit and Amara were shot at. Um Cubit, you can tell that she's okay, but you're probably too far away from Amara to know that she was shot, except for she did yell. So like it probably sounded like she was hurt. Uh, Amara, uh, do you think you can get over here and I can try and get to you? I think you need to get out of there. Do I hear this? Like, is this something that I can- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah like, you're all within like 10, <laughs> 10 meters of each other. Where? That's like 30, that's like 30 feet. You can definitely Remember, yell You can scream 30. like a siren. She's like, oh, Amara. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna assume that you can see me, and I'm just like, I'm not speaking because I'm freaking out internally, and I just mm -hmm. thumbs up you. Your internal organs are also freaking out. Yeah, they're kind of like falling out. Uh, then I am going to pull out my uh, laser pistol just to look threatening, mm. and I'm gonna use my movement to get to Amara. So do you want to use your movement to get to her and then use an action to heal her? Uh, if if I can, yeah. I yes, don't know if, that is I an action. It would be a full action. So you have a move and an action. Oh, okay. Yes, so um, you can definitely do that. So because healing, 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 healing. Let me just check. I have this somewhere. Um, okay, so you want to heal her. You have a. Um, she's not at zero hit points. You have the heal skill, right? Yeah, I have the hill skill, and then I also have the lifts, which look like they don't have to be zero. Okay, let me just those read what the lifts... Okay. The boost speeds recovery dramatically and heals 1d8 plus your hill skill in hit points after five minutes of rest. She doesn't have five minutes of rest. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay, I can get them back on their feet and active again. I mean, she mm. does if she leaves the scene on her turn, right? Yeah, she would have a, the, an amount of time. To, she would have to, like, exit the, the situation. Let me just check what your heal healer skill is. Um, What level are you at, at heal? Just one? Yes. Okay, so... You can... Oh, that's 10 minutes of first aid. Okay. Um, so you... Let's see. You're not critically injured. Mm -mm -mm. I'm just checking. You can roll... Can't shove, like, the herbs down our throat. That's, like, not... <laughs> yes. Well, the other thing, too, is that I want to I wanna be... Like I wanna, I wanna be like obvious here. She's got that crazy armor on still. Like she, she us, does. For us to get to her, out of six either. shots, only one hit anybody, and it just happened to be her. But yeah. like, it's definitely not 
To get to a heal, we're gonna have to either get that armor off, or we're gonna have to like break through the armor. Or... Well, I can stop I committing my effort, and I can yeah, I can turn off turn off the armor, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think actually instead of my movement, since she gave me the thumbs up, I'll delay. Um, okay. So as soon as she gets to half cover, then I'll give her the. Okay, so uh, you're gonna hold. Cover? Does she have to be full cover? Sorry, I didn't mean that. Oh, you can just say like she she can definitely just get back behind the barrier and like it was just it, you weren't behind full cover because you were dragging this body. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah. so you could say I'm gonna hold my action when she gets back here, then I'll apply medicine. Yep, that that works great. I will have the lift ready to like. Yeah. I'm imagining like an epipen just ready to like jam it. <laughs> Like, okay. <laughs> so like threatening like, with my my medical supplies. That's all we got. Okay, so you will um you will do that. Racket is going to shoot again because Racket's mad. He's mad dad. Um, he has a plus four to attack. He's very good. I don't know why he failed last time. He's actually pretty good at hitting things, and he's probably gonna fail this time because I said that he does. Okay. So he's just angry and he's just shooting wildly. Um, probably almost like he's behind you two, Amara and Cubit, and you can just hear him like yelling and roaring and shooting the um, combat shotgun over and over again towards these people who are very easily just hiding behind the car. Um, but he's very upset and probably hasn't even noticed that Johnny has already been dragged away. Um, so Cletus, it's your turn. All what right. do you do? So we're both behind the barrier now, correct? Or do I still have to make that move? Oh, it would just be like, part as part of your move action, you could get Johnny entirely behind the barrier because it was just, it was just because you were dragging a dead body, right? That's all. That was the reason why it took you an extra minute. All right. Uh, so, Gelby, when uh, when Amara gets here, are you go. Are you gonna get her all set up? Yeah, I mean, you I gonna take care of her. I have a lift. I think it'll help. But it will. But we. She might need a little bit more. I'm not sure. So I pull my pistol out, which I've never in my whole life used. <laughs> Other than the shot that I made on the crazy lizard in the right? desert. Yeah, you shot a lizard before. <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard that. So I pull the pistol out and I look at it and I like pull like the button and then I like look at it, turn it side to side. All right, Gelby, I think I'm going to shoot it. So okay. I stand up. Well, uh, Good luck, Cletus. You're probably shooting so both of us with a gun. So I stand up and I like aim over the edge of the barrier. And I attempt to fire at one of the guys who are probably still visible. They were shooting at us. Mm. So the closest one to me. Okay. Near the car. Okay, absolutely. So you're go ahead and like go to your weapons and click on your laser pistol. Damn! Holy shit, Cletus! 19! You 100% hit. So just specify to me, are you shooting at the unarmed ambassador or at one of the staff who has a weapon? Uh, Once it's shot. Okay, all right. Okay, so go ahead and roll. You did two damage. So we're 
you specifying trying to shoot at the one who was like already injured and grabbing his shoulder or were you shooting at someone who was not injured the injured one okay so he's down you kill him um you see him like you shoot at him you are like your aim is so dead on that you hit you see your laser hit the back of his hand where he was already gripping his shoulder and he looks down at his hand and sees the like burn and blood bloom on the back of his hand and then just like falls to his knees and then hits the ground and then i turn back and sit back against the the barrier I set my pistol down on the ground. Gumpy, I think I hit him. Did he let out any sort of like yell or anything? Uh, I feel like the like you you would have seen because you were looking for Amara um, that he was just kind of like shocked by it and then just like fell forward. Cletus, I think I think you did. Uh, I think you're gonna have to teach us how to shoot some lizards like that next time, because. I just wanted to try and help. I didn't realize I was going to hurt somebody. Yes, you killed him. Good job. Let's not talk about killing him. Yeah. You're you're helping us. (laughs) You're helping us. (laughs) All right. Well, Uskrar, now it's it's your turn. You've seen seen, uh, one of the snipers from upstairs in the apartment take down one of the... um, staff you've seen cletus start out from behind the barrier and finish off another one what do you do okay so i'm walking out um and i'm yelling at cubit and amara as i go up beside them and I'm, what are you doing it is dangerous amara capitan how do you have the armor and i'm also i'm gonna do a ranged uh attack with my my laser rifle i'm just gonna try and get up close to them and kind of cover uh amara and cubit okay um but also fire at them um Uh, okay so are you aiming at one of the um one of the uh jorhildian staff that has the guns yeah i wouldn't aim at the ambassador if he's not shooting i'd aim at the staff okay absolutely um go ahead and make that attack roll Okay, so now I've never done this with the rifle. Uh, is this in, in the, the quick menu? Yeah, in the okay. top right on the weapons. Okay, weapons. There's uh, a special weapons quick menu. Laser rifle. Um, oh, I have a burst option. Is that a... So what the burst option is, let me get to that page real quick. Um, I believe that it gives you a little bit of like cover mm-hmm. fire, but okay. you you're less likely. Oh, here we go. Burst mode. Um, You can fire three rounds of ammunition for a plus two bonus to hit and damage. Um, So that means that you're dumping more ammunition at a time Hmm. uh, for a laser weapon. That basically means they spread the beam and um, run the circuits a little hot to like give additional power, which means that your um, battery or whatever will run out Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think I've got like a... I think it's... The, the laser pistol? Is uh, that what you have? The laser rifle? Laser rifle. Um, you have a 20-shot 20, a 20 magazine. That's Yeah, there we go. I was going to say that. Um, so your battery can power okay. 20 shots. Yeah, I'll do burst, I guess. Um, okay. So I'll click yes on that. Uh, submit. Uh, no modifier, right? No modifier. Okay. 
22 Ooh, to hit. Holy Jesus. What the nice. fuck? 12 damage. Holy you lord. You almost crit on that. So tell me what this looks like when Uskrar runs out and just annihilates okay. one. Like, you double kill this so guy. I'm, I'm, like, running up, and I'm yelling at them, and then I'm turning, and I turn the gun, and I'm saying, get behind me! And I, sh- I just pull the trigger and just let it go on the, uh, I guess, the closest one to the uh, to the van. Um, okay. Probably get the kickback from it that he's not he's not quite used to, um, but there's a there's a look in his eyes as that guy falls down or. Is, uh... Uh, it's a laser rifle, so I feel like you just see the center of his body just disappear in this massive circular burn that you can just see through, like his spine. Basically, you can see his bones are like singed and all of the uh, soft matter of his stomach is kind of gone in this circle, which was the wider beam of your laser rifle. <laughs> Amazing! Yes! Okay. And that ends my turn. I feel like you and I would do a high five. <laughs> Holy God. I think so I just emotion. shot this guy. But... <laughs> oh, yeah! yeah! I... I'm extremely impressed. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's nice. Cave, it actually tracks the ammo on the, yes, uh, the it player does. sheet, too. It actually says that I've used three there for using burst. That's nice. It's pretty rad, yeah. yeah. So, Amara. We have perfect shot, psychic armor. We just, we have, like... <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but <laughs> you're standing there, and you can feel the life draining from your body. What do yeah. you do, Amara? So, I'm giggling, because I think what Uskar just did was amazing. Um, Giggling. Yeah, just big giggles, big giggles. Um, so You okay, can see question. this guy's spine through his body. <laughs> question, did I help Chandra at all? Or did I just... Uh, you, with, it, with that 10 meters of movement, you basically got within range, but your action was to equip yourself with the armor. Yeah. So you didn't have the action to like tug her back. Okay. So what's going on with them? Are they still, is he still trying to fight? He's, he's, he's pulling her into the car, but he has not yet been able to like shut himself entirely into the car yet. No. Okay. okay. So I think it would be silly for me to give up on what I was trying to do. So I'm going to try to grab Chandra. Um, Okay. So I'm going to have you roll. Wait a minute. um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you do that, hang on a minute. (laughs) Did you not just give a thumbs up to Gelby? What's going on here? Aren't you supposed Sometimes to be going back to change your mind? Yeah. Sometimes people lie. If she sees an opportunity, she's got to take it. Sure, sure. Sounds good. I just good. got shot to save this girl. Like, I'm not going to give up. Come on. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. She's, she's got her decisions to make. That's absolutely true. If I so, die, I'm sorry. I'm going to say <laughs> that you can uh, roll. Uh, it's it's basically like dragging or pulling or assisting her. You can roll exert to try and like give her a little extra oomph to get away from her dad. Okay. And that's going to be a strength and exert too. Okay. <laughs> uh, quick question. Do we do another one of those rolls with uh, another two of their members getting annihilated just now? Um, th- when they're at half staff, they will do another morale check. Okay. Yes. It's like the first time someone goes down, and then when they're at half power again. My modifier for strength is like a negative one, so this is. Yep. I believe in you, good old Mara. <laughs> Five. 
you feel yourself grabbing hold of her body, but when you try and tug, there's this searing pain in your side and you just can't exert the strength to actually help this woman. Do you want to use your move to fall back or do you want to try again next time? Um, so that was a skills check, yeah? Yeah, so that was a main action. You would still have a move action if you wanted to use that. No one's within melee range of you. That's it, like. Do you mind if I used the expert ability yes, to, to, re-roll. to re-roll my skill thing? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You can re-roll a failed skill check for sure. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to do that. And we're going to hope for a good thing. It's going to be good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Okay, it's a six. That's got it, right? That's gotta be. That's the one. gotta be the one. Definitely. I dragged a dead guy with Easy. the six a little bit. I mean, you dragged him a little bit. I will say that you can, you feel that happen where you can feel your hands on her, and then like the searing pain in your side, and then you just like you grip a little harder, and you're just like, no, like I'm not willing to get like get rid of this, and um. I will give her the opportunity to make another roll because you've assisted her. I don't remember what it was that I rolled for her. I've done a lot of guns rolling. I think it was just the, I will just roll a flat um, skill check. And if she gets it, she can pull away. You gave her the opportunity to try again, basically. Awesome. So I will I'll give that to you at least. Yeah. Um with a nine plus your help, let me see. That's a significant challenge to a competent professional. They'd still succeed at more often than not. I would say that she's able to get her father's hands off of her, um, but she doesn't have the ability to like get completely away, but she's definitely out of his grasp. Okay, and I yell as I'm like, <laughs> like falling. I guess I yell to Cubit, "Help, Chandra!" Okay, so you um, because you used your uh, reroll failed check. That was still just one main yeah. action. Do you want to use your move action to yes. like get to cover? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'll go back. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay, Cubit, you hear Mara yell, "Help, Chandra!" What do you do? I think I'm still standing, standing there with my pistol. Mm. kind of just like pointed like I'm trying to be as intimidating as possible and I, I kind of want to try to spin this to where we're convincing the ambassador like he's broken or uh, his daughter's broken free from him mm-hmm. and I want to try to like put this like hey we're outnumbering you we're taking right. out your staff right. I don't know how to vocalize that but I just want to be like I, I don't know if can you just yell stop can you just be like stop you said that i have to use my talk from my previous one right because i was like stop i would say like oh no I, you can still you can like talk to him again but like now okay. you have the opportunity to make a skill check because last time you um didn't have the main right. action available i think i want to i, I want to try to use notice to kind of be like look we're we're outnumbering you. We saw that we kind of intimidated him with the shots, mm. his warning shots and stuff. So I, I kind of want to try to be like, look, you're outnumbered. You need to stop. I don't go. think that notice particularly will, um, like, you could definitely yourself 
see these things, but in order to convince someone that that's okay. indeed what they should do, mm-hmm. it would be it would be talk or like at the very least lead, like you could say a good leader would, etc. Um, but I don't think notice is that unfortunately. Okay. I mean, I have a really high talk, so you just have to get me out there somehow. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people between. Yeah. Gotta wait three turns for you to walk over. I know, over. right? It's like a long time for that. I want to prevent him from leaving, but I don't. Because the Jorhild guys are right after us. Um... I mean, you could definitely just say, like, use a talk. Like, you could talk. You could roll talk with that same thing. Like, dude, you're like, you're, you're, your people are going down. Like, we've got you outnumbered at this point. It, mm-hmm. Just give us what we want or back down. Like, you could definitely use talk. I'm just saying that notice isn't the appropriate skill. I see. Okay. Yeah. I will try to do that. Okay. As my main action. Okay. So that's going to be like, yeah, talk and charisma. Or if you like were to bring in his like leadership ability, you could use lead and charisma, but I think they're the same skill for you. So yeah, they are. Uh, okay, so I click on that, and then is it skills? Yes. And then talk. Mm-hmm. No six. No, I don't think a six gonna be enough. This man knows that if he were to just like give up, like he's gonna be in some kind of shit. Um. So like a six isn't isn't quite enough i'm so sorry that's okay uh Uh, so he looks at you and he looks down at the gun in your hands and he looks at the blood on your clothing and he says even if you got to the ship you'd be dead before you could take a step on board and then his men are going to make another morale check and if they don't decide that it's you know too much then they're gonna take their action so let's see what the morale check says so again um if i roll a 10 or greater then they will decide that this is not worth it um let's see nope so they're still fighting um there are three of them left there's one on the left side of the vehicle and then there are two um, on the right side of the vehicle, one of which has just been downed by Uskar, and they're looking kind of scared, but, you know, they're... They've been in fights before. Does that shake their rolls? Um, no, the morale roll that I just made um, was whether they would decide to, like, turn tail or be scared enough not to be able to fight. Because they succeeded on the morale check, then they're still able to hold themselves together and fight whether they're scared or not. Gotcha. Um, so they will make the attack rolls. And... I've made a lot of rolls this session. So it's three of them left, so one. Okay. Uh, two. And three. All right, so one of them shoots, uh, I should have said whose role was on who, Um, but I would say because Uskrar was the last one to hit them, the first one fired at is you, Uskrar. What is your... 17. Like that. Is your AC? Yeah. Are you fucking shitting me right now? I'm a huge boy. How do you have 17 AC? Because I took the, I have the innate armor, um, and I have uh, armor with uh, the, what did the, you get innate armor from? From the Ironhide ability. 
Oh shit, I forgot you had iron hide. Yeah, iron hide and die hard. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, Damn. Uh, and okay, so your armor warrior? class Your armor class warrior. is 17. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so you basically just get like shot. It hits you and you look down and it's just like a light sunburn. <laughs> and you yeah. Yes. How the fuck? Okay, and so the second shot is um Let's see, who is the last person shot? So you downed, um, I would say that the, the second shot is going to be on um, Cletus, and that's a miss because you would, were the last, the second to last one to shoot, and then the third shot is on um, Cubit. What's your armor class, Cubit? I think it's 13. Okay, because you were the, the other person to shoot at them. Yeah. It's 14. It's um, 14. They rolled the 13, so you are not hit oh, either. So it's not it's not the armor class that's next to my armor. We're cause it's at the very top like, where it says armor. It says AT four AC fourteen. Oh, that th- okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. 40, sorry. So it the it does it does some math with what armor you're wearing and what armor you have naturally. You get a bonus to your armor class based, I think, on your like dexterity or something. Um, but you have the armored suit, and then you also have um, anyway. It doesn't hit okay. because it's a fourteen. Sorry. Uh, so they shoot at you. Um, they hit your armor, Cubit, but it's ineffective. Your armor uh, absorbs the blow. And then the the gang at the barricade and uh, at the snipers attempt to shoot at these three remaining Jorhildian staff members. How is it that you guys are doing so well? I don't even know, but that's fine. And we can figure out what happens afterward. So these gentlemen, the snipers, will go first. They're aiming at the remaining Jorhildians. That's a hit. That is not a hit. And the two gentlemen at the gates, not a hit. And a hit. So we have two hits, and I'll roll the damage. Um, okay. All right, so another Jorhildian is down, and one is injured. I should have given them more HP. Why you wanted us to die? I wanted it to be at least some kind of a threat. I wanted it to be it scary. We're just badass. I'm sorry. I'm I didn't know you were gonna be so badass. I mean, we're I'm scared. They just okay. have missed a lot, right? They almost one shot at Amara. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She got, she's like, oh yes. He's dead. Look at this sick armor, and then ching. Oh, never I, mind. Yes, I have. Oh, I have. I have missed a lot. It's true. Um, okay, so Galpy. Your turn is next. You wanted to... Amara is now back behind cover. You wanted to do some healing? Yes. Uh, I didn't know if it, she needed to go the full turn to get behind, so... Perfect. No, she used her movement action. So you are able to, with lift, you can... What is it? You roll a heal skill. Um... Let me make sure. I think it's like lift gives you a certain like DC for your int plus heal. Um, Uh, It looks like she's not mortally wounded. Uh, Debatable. Uh, um, I think (laughs) the I think that yeah, it's it's hard because like um, it has like if you're mortally wounded, and then it's like if you have a ton of time. 
I would say just roll 1d8 plus your heal skill um, because she's behind cover um, and just use up one dose of lift. Uh, and then for my, to add my heal skill. So just go ahead and um, do slash R 1d8 and then your heal skill is at one. Yes. Yeah, plus yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> plus one. Okay, so Amara, you get back four hit points, but you are going to be like, you have to stay behind cover for like a round for the lift to kind of like juice you up again, basically. And that's me being like, like you have, you're going to need some time. So let's just say we are standing in the street and all of this is happening and we do like a zoom back from this situation and we see everything laid out kind of um, like it's been paused and everyone's frozen. We have three uh, members of the Jorhildian staff wearing their green uniforms now stained red with blood, one of which has a huge massive like burn through the center of him. We see Uskrar holding the laser rifle and like laughing with his like being he's literally has been shot at in his arm but his skin is just like tough and absorbs the blow Suntanned. it's just really tanned it's just red we see um the ambassador standing looking like he's got sweat on his brow and his hair is a mess and his hands are still like reaching forward as though he was grabbing his daughter we see her like pulling back out of his grasp, covered in the blood of her lover, looking terrified. And we zoom even farther back and we see on the ground behind the barrier the just now unarmored body of Amara Day, who was mysteriously clothed in a black material at within six seconds. It completely covered her and none of you know how or why. And I guess we'll address that next time and see how see how this fight finishes up because Man. you guys were indeed incredibly more badass than I anticipated. So I'm I'm honestly impressed. I second guessed myself and I gave the enemies less HP than I was going to, and then you you kicked it so far out of the park. I man i am like wow i feel like you played me you played me but i'm excited because like i i i'm excited to see where this goes next i think part of being a a good gm is being like i didn't anticipate that happening but what's the next thing that we're gonna do um y'all potentially have an ambassador in your hands now so we'll see how you decide to move forward you didn't realize Cletus has been like throwing darts in his bar for like 19 years. No, I didn't. Yeah, next Crew week that truck. Cletus here. That truck is gonna have fucking guns mounted to it. Oh, I just <laughs> forgot to let like, you guys know. <laughs> well, anyways, they I'm fire. so excited. Um, oh, so goodness. in between this session and next, can you tell everybody where they can find you? And um, if you have anything else exciting coming up other than totally blowing your GM away, um, let's start with Todriel. Where can people find you? 
Hey, yeah, um, you can find me here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Tadriel. Uh, I play variety games. I am working through many games right now, one of which is God of War. I play a lot of Siege with Starbuck. Um, I'm okay at things. And yeah, that is me. Awesome. Um, Sagittari, where can people find you? Uh, so yeah, I'm Saji. You can find me here on Twitch, uh, but I more so post my art on Instagram. Uh, so Instagram slash Sagittari with two eyes. Uh, and I do a lot of like abstract, spacey, cute Zodiac babe illustrations. <laughs> Zodiac babes. Very, very Arch. cool. Um, <laughs> no, they're awesome. It. I'm just still, I'm still in shock. But uh, Cletus, <laughs> Cletus, where can people find you between this week and the next? Streaming all the time. That's it. <laughs> That's all I ever do anymore. Enthusiasm. And that uh, it. Streaming on uh, twitch.tv slash Cleese Buford. I have found some crazy love for like ARPGs. So I'm like partially in Wolken. I've played a little bit of Path. Then all of a sudden now I'm playing this new one that I can't even remember. But I've got all these ARPGs going and. It's chaos. I'm going to be playing one of them at some point. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, call me Starbuck. Todd already mentioned you two play a lot of Siege, but where can people see your side of the story there? My side of the story is here on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv forward slash call me Starbuck. Um, that is me. I play a lot of Siege as of late. Um, and I'm streaming after work. So you'll find me during the week after work. Awesome. Very, very cool. And last but certainly not least, our Jesus, that fucking laser rifle. I don't even know, man. It's your like, boy, 17 armor class. What's going on? What is going on with well, you? Uh, I guys, I play a lot of Path of Exile. Um, everyone makes fun of me for it, but uh, I play a lot of Path of Exile. Um, you should play Tim Tim with me. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a Pokemon game. Yeah. Yeah, so I was fun, looking dude. at it. It looks cool. I'm addicted. It looks cool. I literally. I have to stay away. I am so addicted to Path of Exile. Uh, but I also drink a lot of coffee, so if y'all want to come and see that, uh, come and check it out on my channel. Or uh, catch all of our other shows that we have here on Table Story throughout the week. Um, if you like the show, join our Discord. We have a Bystanders like Discord channel. Um, you can come mm. in there. You can ask us all questions about our characters if you want. You can um, ask us stuff after the session. All that good stuff. Um, thank you all so much for watching. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me at um, twitch.tv slash bluejay. I'm probably gonna talk about how I fucking prepared this. And I literally, <laughs> I rolled I rolled 1d8 for their HP. And then I was like, nah, they're a little more tough. They've probably seen some fights. Let me roll 2d8. And then the first shot that was fired, I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna go back to the roll I had when the 1d8 literally in the session, I edited their HP and I just, I shouldn't have, but I did because I like you and I felt bad. But that's me. I feel bad and I like my players. So um, you can find you me. You got trolled. I did. I did. I'm I'm proud of you though. And like either way, it went super well. Like you guys turning out to be like super massive badasses is like definitely a way the story can go. And like we'll see how it changes how you handle combat going forward. And maybe next time your rolls won't be quite so good as well. Um, but you can find us and the bystanders next week on Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. And I really do hope that you join us for the next session. We'll be finishing off this encounter and seeing what happens next. So please, please, please hang out with us some more. Tell your friends. It's going to be it's going to be a great time. And I can't wait to join all of you on that adventure. So 
have a great rest of your week and we'll see you later. Bye. See you all next Thursday. Bye.